0: And welcome to a very, uh, I don't know, something or other, Pinnance Podcast. I am the host, Angelo, and I'm back with you with my gruesome crew. My gruesome twosome. <laughs> Good and intro, Angelo. That was great one. You know, one of the better ones. Don't get better than that one. Hey guys, <laughs> I put a lot of work into this show. The last thing I think up is literally the intro and it's as I'm sitting down. Plot that up. Maybe you should change that. <laughs> Maybe I should. I should start thinking ahead of time like how I'm going to bring the show in because I, I, dude, I don't do it until we're actually sitting there. I box with you man. I box with <laughs> you. No, but you're right. It was bad. <laughs> so we had some GPs. We had a couple. We had one very interesting GP, and we had another GP that's kind of saying goodbye to a format. So let's start at the uh, very just just south of Belgium, in northern France, at GP Lille, where they was playing Legacy, and 1,548 players showed up on day one with only 160 remake. Day two, we had three nine-zero decks at the end of day one. Those players were uh Peter Ashurak. I'm going to butcher all these names. I'm sorry. Uh, he's running yeah. for Delver. And he ended up making the topic. Uh, we had Bryce uh, Burn who was on Merfolk and Porter. And just to prove that doing really well on day one, does not necessarily mean you're going to do good on day two. He went 0-5-1 on day two and finished 112th place. <laughs> we also had Tomoharo Saito. Finishing day one, nine and one. He finished in 35th place running mm. Grixis Delver. But, I mean, the Grixis Delver list, for anybody who knows, uh, oh, it's, color. it's mostly blue-red. And it just flashes black for a couple main board uh, cabal therapies and a few things in the sideboard. Right, uh Uh, No, and his didn't even have that. out. This one? Nope. Okay. Grixis, bro. Grixis. No green. <laughs>
1: This was legit
0: Grixis. Okay. That's surprising. It's rare to see one of those these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so our medic breakdown for day two was, uh, miracles in both, uh, reincarnations, as it were had 28 of those with 17.2% of the uh, total Day 2 field. Omnitel came in with 16 decks at 9.8% of the field. Grixis Delver, 12 at 7.4% of the field. Sulfide Delver, 11 with 6.7% of the field. Grixis with no Delver, uh had 10 decks at 6.1%. I'm interested in those lists. Yeah, uh Storm, 9 with 3.5% of the field. Or, I'm sorry, 5.5% of the field. Infect, 8 with 4.9% of the field. And Teamer Delver, 7 with 4.3% of the field. That means our Day 2 Top 8 Comprised 61.9% of the field, uh, which is very similar to standard. However, the gap between 1st and 8th is a lot larger. Uh, and Delver total comprised of 38 decks, making Day 2 between all the different Delver variants, and that's 23.3% of the field. Wow, so definitely have your Del- Delver. Good. Yeah. Apparently... Yeah. You know that little insect is uh, very important in well, Legacy. Like, yeah, I'm, three two fire sense. for one blue, is pretty good. Right. Yeah, just having the most efficient beat down with the best disruption as well is uh, is pretty tough. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and blue is just so strong in like, mm-hmm. see. It's it's not like standard where they neutered it. Force the will, Jay of Worm. <laughs> perfect, mana. all the time. You know, it's good stuff. Like I would definitely be thinking about how I'm gonna either fight the Delver battle or or the Delver mirror or just you know how I'm gonna board around it. Right, right. Um, so I do. We got some interesting subjects to bring up after we talk about tournament itself about legacy but let's dive right into what actually happened in our top eight bracket we had claudio bonani he goes 2-1 over yaroslav Balsic. peter schork uh that was the guy who uh finished day one undefeated he loses in the first round to christoph alzheimer 2-1 we had alzheimer's uh, brutal yeah right uh <laughs> dude that's how it's <laughs> uh we had ricardo sanchez 2-1 over alex mortimer that hmm. was oh, oh, good easy to say. Related to Mr. Inkebox picture pages, picture, sorry.
1: Oliver Ruel, 2
0: over uh, Thomas Vendorp. Olivier. That's definitely Olivier Ruel. I've always called him Oliver. I don't care. I've called him Oliver Ruel since like the <laughs> beginning of this show. Uh, so, like, I have 125 uh, episodes of precedence so he needs to change his name. Yeah, clearly Oliver Ruel doesn't have any precedence of his own and you can just bandy about whatever name you want to yep. call him. That's right. It's name not like which I, have ever done well at magic. Well, even. you know what? He should be American. <laughs> the <laughs> world must bend to us. Yeah. <laughs> You're <totally> right. <laughs> so, uh, Olivier Ruel he goes 2-0, 2-0 over Ricardo Sanchez and Claudio Bonani 2-1 over Christoph Alzheimer. And then Claudio Bonani defeats Oliver Ruel 2-0. See, I right. call him Oliver, So, yeah. Banana beat Oliver. Got it. Bonani. Um, they both are on miracles decks. Uh, the first one would, I will go over, is Claudio Bonatti's miracles. It's slightly different than our normal miracles. And I will explain after I go through. We have four Monastery Mentor, two Snapcaster Mage, four Ponder, three Terminus, four Force of Will, four Brainstorm, one Counterspell, three Days, three Swords of Plowshares, two Dig Through Time, two Power Blast, four Sensi Divining Top, four Counter We have a sideboard that consists of one Red Elemental Blast, one Disenchant, one Wear and Tear, one Engineered Explosive, one Surgical Extraction, one Rest in Peace, one Pyroclasm, two Flush Storm, two Vidilian, click two Sworn Canonists, one Blood Moon, and one Jace the Mind Sculptor. Uh, I see the difference. Noticeably missing is uh all of a sudden. There's no Angels or Jace. He has replaced those in treatment with Monastery Mentor. With Monastery Mentor and Daze. Wow, Daze getting them so lower to the ground, getting more aggressive. I guess you just wanted to get games over quicker instead of having to rely on Jace or Entreat. Well, yeah, it's, it's really, it really speeds this deck up and it's a clear lock. Mm-hmm. If you can get your opponent down to like zero cards, give them a Monastery Mentor and a counterbalance on the board, you can't. Yeah, so I think that the Days is probably here specifically to fight these Delver decks that we're seeing a lot of on day two. Just uh, a play to make on turn one just to make sure that you can keep Delver off the table. Yeah, it's, that's a big part of it. Uh, however, I, a lar- the largest reason I think is just like, it's so much earlier of a play that works with Monastery Mentor better right. than Jace. You need to protect it on yeah. uh, the turn it comes into play. Right, and, and you know, what's better than play Monastery Mentor? Gaze, you know, removal spell. Oh, I now I got a one one two, and, you know, like, <laughs> hey, I got this 3-3 uh, three, three. and a 1-1. One, one. Eh, kind of nice. I know it becomes a 2-2 at the end of the turn, but you got a couple days. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it's clearly like, you know... And in this deck, let's face facts, a card with prowess that one brings you, uh, tokens, <laughs> and two just grows with every spell you play, like you're playing spells mm-hmm. in this deck, so. Yeah, Along with else, the tokens you... that grow? Yeah, tokens grow too. So, Ponder is extremely important in this matchup. It's just so good because you can play yeah, that fact, your turn. The fact that it's Sorcerer's Speed doesn't really, it actually helps you this, this time. You know, ability to play tops as well during main phase, and tops, put them back down. Right, uh, Terminus is kind of, uh, works against the whole plan, but hey, you absolutely... But they're kind of necessary play. in the deck. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's super I mean, why play a four-mana wrath? You can just play a one-mana wrath. Better than wrath. cast some speed. speed. Right, right. Uh Will, do you want to go over uh Olivier Rouleau's, Rouleau's, uh Miracles deck so we can really see the differences? Yeah, a little bit more classic version. We're going to start it off with two Jace the Mind Sculptor. Uh, that's a, a really sweet win con uh, in the late game. We got one Snapcaster Mage, two Vendillion Clicks. We have three Ponder, three Terminus and one entry the angels so primarily you're looking to finish them with the angels uh four brainstorm one counter spell four force of will three dig through time two pyroblast four swords shares, and then the four top four counter battle 22 lands sideboard is a second pyroblast two containment priests, two etherspawn canonist he has two monastery mentors in his sideboard uh along with two is it static casters probably to fight them uh, one vencer shaper savant one council judgment two cluster storms two elspeth knight errant and one wear tear i do really like the staticaster to fight all the different token generations that we're seeing in Legacy mm-hmm. at this point in time. Right, right. Um, and I have to give a huge uh, shout-out to Olivier Ruel. Um, it's great to see a player that understands board state and concedes, regardless of life total early, because he can, cause he can clearly see the outcome. Um, mm-hmm. Bonani had a counterbalance and a mentor on the board, Ruel. He had run him out of cards through a counter war. And Ruel's life total was something like 18, and Bonanni's was like 8 because of Snapcaster Mage damage that uh, Ruel was getting in. But as soon as like he look, looks, he has nothing in his hand. He looks over, he sees a counterbalance, he sees the top, and he sees a Monastery Mentor. And he's like, yeah, that's the game, man. No, there's nothing I can do. And it's like, you know what, that, that's absolutely wonderful. I've watched so many SCG matches. Where but they just keep going. Where they just keep going, and for 20 minutes, everybody knew the outcome. Because mm-hmm. you just look at the board and go, dude, you lost. <laughs> well, you know, Ruel, he's always been kind of a, a more of a cavalier player. He's out there to have fun. You know, that was always his big deal. He was, uh, he was really, really great at the game, Hall of Famer, you know, uh, but um, just always was there to have fun. It's really cool to see him. I mean, I didn't think, even think he was playing Magic anymore for him to come out and top eight a Grand Prix. Um, mean, he's from Lille. For sure. So, you know, a a backyard, you know, yeah, you know, easy. just <laughs> throws together a deck and, you know, putts around. Hopefully this gets him the, uh, the little bit of spark that he maybe comes out to some pro tour events, you know, with the, uh, the fact that he's invited all of them. Yeah. And, you know, well, yeah, he's always been invited to all of them. I was thinking, well, now he's qualified, but yeah, no, he's been Hall of Fame since 2008. I was actually at his Hall of Fame induction in Memphis. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. so it, it's kind of he, Like it, under accomplishments, if you look under his thing, it says lots back in the day in the last five Years I won some drafts on so Magic. I'm totally modest, man. <laughs> and it's like, don't worry about it. I used to be really good, then I just kind of got like Yeah. Uh, so you know that, that was absolutely awesome by him, but it was great to see you know in that matchup specifically because counterbalance versus counterbalance can take fucking forever. Yeah, it's a grind. I mean, and like, I mean, maybe he can top a a, a miracled entreat, but the entreat had already been countered. Early. Then it's then that's game. So it's like I have yeah, to. win That is absolute game. Yeah. And the bad thing think think is games like. Games have been an L- well, No, he, no, he could have probably stuck the Jace because when you look at the list, he doesn't have a lot of wars yeah. to counter. It. Yeah, but, but how many tokens is also exactly. best, yeah. yeah, how many turns is that going to take? Will he die from the tokens? <laughs> it's just it, it was good to see somebody go. Yeah, I'm not fighting this fight. <laughs> there's a 99.9 percent chance I lose this, and there's a yeah. 0.01 the chance I win. Yeah, that's Jace. <laughs> I mean, it's not very good. Uh, so. That was our finals, uh we had Claudio Bonani, uh Christoph Ausheimer, So uh, Mr. Ausheimer's deck, Mike, would you like to go over Mr. Ausheimer's deck? Sure. Mr. uh Alzheimer was on agro low. Sweet. Uh he has three Liliana of the Veils, 12 creatures, uh four Night of the Reliquary, four bobs, one scavenging use, one deathrite shaman, one Gaddock Teeg and one dryad arbor. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorceries, we have two Life from the Loam and two Greensun's unit, followed oh, up funny. at Instance have, uh, at with three Punishing Fires and three abrupt Caves. Mm, good we have spells. four Moth Diamonds and four Chalice of the Void main deck, with two yeah. Sylvan Library to wrap up enchantments, yeah. 25 lands uh, of note, three Grove of the Burned Willows, uh, a Maze of Vith, two Baron Moors, Tranquil Thick, and Nicaracus. So, Mike, uh, what yeah. else do you think they cha- they named for Chalice of the Void most of the time? I'm gonna say one. Yeah. Yeah, as, <laughs> uh, there's only one death rate dominant in the list, is the entire, uh, suite yep. of one drops. Uh, Chalice of the Void on one is pretty good against uh, a lot of packs, specifically Delver. Yeah. And in the sideboard, we have fifteen fun cards. We have two Thalia's, two Slaughter Games, one Toxic Deluge, three Leyline of the Voids. 2 Thotsies, 1 Choke, 1 Tabernacle of Pendril Veil, 2 Bluvera Charms, and 1 Reclamation Sage. So, let me ask this stupid question. He's running 4 Mainboard Chalice. Can this deck ever lose to Elves? (laughs) <laughs> um, yes, it can't I mean, be not. Yes, yeah. I mean, if you don't have the Chalice, I guess. You also, you'd also you also have to not have Punishing Fire. I mean, like, your win percentage against elves is probably fairly high. Like yeah. You do have to miss you know seven cards of your deck, which is tough. Your game one percentage is probably 75%, if not higher. Yeah, because they probably don't have Game two, it, they so. have Abrupt K's, like, more Abrupt K's, so. They do. I mean, it's just like, this deck really puts you in a good position for against elves. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like... Like, Abrupt K's the... probably their only out. Yeah, I do like the aggro version of Life of the because you know, like, Night of the Reliqui does work. <laughs> yeah, he's so huge. Thing. He gets you know, the, correct, the correct thing you need, either just chaining together Wastelands forever, or, you know, getting the Maze if you need it, getting the Caracas if you need it, or just, you know, in general, keeping you a perfect man, get huge at the same time. Like, this or deck doesn't work. fire with Roby to death. Yeah, does not run out of mm-hmm. card very easily between your .com, no. Doss, and your Sylvan libraries? Life of the land Land, like, it's very good. And the fact that the, the other aggro lone list, top eight is like 73 cards identical the only really difference is the choice in um stormate as a sideboard I means this is probably really really solid to start with like if you want to grind something online in legacy this would be a great list to uh, to grab yeah mm-hmm. i can is such a nice
1: um, <laughs> it, it is nice.
0: Yeah, if you heard The Bob's what you said. so nice though, with like being able to dredge the Life from the Loam while still getting card advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you get like two Wastelands and a Life from the <laughs> Loam and a night, like you can't. Cause you're just gonna just destroy <laughs> the land base yeah. like, eh? <laughs> Along with your Cycle Land, your your tranquil Picket or your Baron Moor to continue just the fun. I mean, it's, it's real tough for decks to get Wasteland at six or seven times. <laughs> like, yeah, yep. you know, Especially when you're, when most decks in Legacy run maybe 12 real lands.
1: Everything else is like
0: matches yeah. and everything else. Is- and uh, most fan fan run fan the very few, if any, basics. Right. uh Grixis Delver list in his top eight only has six, six mana Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go over <laughs> in fact here. Uh, we'll get Will fixed during the break, trust me. For now, yep. just deal with those robots. <laughs> <laughs> four Blighted Agent, four all, four Noble Hierarch. We have a Ponder, two and Pro. We have 25 spells, uh, four Brainstorm, three Force of Will, three Vines of the Vassal, four Invigory, one become comments, one, two, berserk, one, dig, three, time, three, days, one, stifle, two, spell, pierce, and a crop rotation. Land of note, Pendlehaven. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> one hey, force. Ink Moth Nexus, it's a win, Con. It is. It is true. There's four Ink Moth Nexus. Uh, we have 15 sideboard cards that comprise of one Force of Will, one necro Yes, I said necro What? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it looks like necro Day. Okay, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, we called it Necro-P when it was standard, <laughs> so... Uh, uh, We had a Flusterstorm, a Savannah, a Caracas, two Crozen Grip, two Rest in Peace, two Swords, two Plowshares, two Hydroblast, one Sylvan Library, one Graft Air's Gauge. I still can't break myself of the habit of calling that just swords. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Yeah, uh, Peter Sorik, his deck that went nine zero on day one. Would you like the robot, or would you like the backup? Um, I hate to make fun of the way I sound. Yes. Both of you <laughs> don't sound real great right now. <laughs> I am having a uh, microphone technical issue. It will use all that work. Absolutely. My, my voice just sounds like shit. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to uh, go ahead and go over this real fast. Uh Four Delver, four Deathrite, one Snapcaster, three Goy4, four Ponder, four Lightning Bolt, four Days, four Force of Will, three Spell Pierce, two Abrupt Decay, three Dig Through Time, four Brainstorm, one Sylvan Library, he has 19 lands, we have a Sylvan Library. Library, one wasteland, one Nile Spellbarm, three red elemental blast, two flusterstorm, two dismember, one Gulgari Charm, one Fortbolt, bolt, one Vidillion Click, and one Ancient Grudge. So Will, um in all of your robot greatness, do you want to go over Thomas Vanderpel's Rixis Stelvert? I would love to uh make sweet robot noise about magic cards. Uh, who's now? Yeah. So we have uh this Grixis Delver list with four Delver of Secrets, four Tarmogoyf, and four Deathrite Shaman, which makes me think there's green in it, too. Uh Four Ponder, three Digs your Time, one Red Elemental Blast, four Lightning Bolt, three Pierce, four Days, four Force of Will, four Brainstorm, two Abrupt Decay, one Sylvan Library for all the card advantage, 18 lands, three Wastelands. Sideboard, we have a second Red Elemental Blast, a digger's Cage, a third Abrupt Decay, two Submerge, two Flusterstorm, one pithing Needle, one Ancient Grudge, one Spell Spellbomb, two Golgari Charm, one Vendillion Click, one Dread of Night, and one Pyroblast. Okay. um uh, So am I the only who thinks this is more just red, soul Tide Elver? Uh, I just would call it four-colored Elver, and leave it at that. Uh, yeah, that, that, that what is Will said. Preferred. Exactly what Will said so hey well you're right when you're right damn it you're right i am very rarely that uh so lands mike from uh alex mortimer you wanna Ooh, i get the lands deck you get the lands deck all right there are zero creatures done we have four we have eight sorceries four gamble four life from the loan followed by four punishing fires and four crop rotation four mox diamond four exploration and two mana bond 34 lands um a lot of note obviously uh there's a glacial chasm a tabernacle Pendrel Vale, a horizon canopy a tranquil thickets caracas three dark depths four thespian stage four rich port, four wastelands four grove of the burn willows three maze of if two taiga two windsweps two foothills and a forest that's all of the lands yeah that is in fact all the lands so you'll notice in this uh low deck it's completely different <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what sideboard we got Sideboard: We have one Bajugabog, Bog, one Beseechew, uh, one Chalice of the Void, one Choke, one Pithy Needle, two Trinisphere, two Four Sphere of Resistance, and four Cursing Grip. Okay, for uh, anybody who has, you know, is kind of new to our show and never heard how this deck wins, uh, because we haven't gone over Legacy in a while. Dark uh, that's Testing Stage, pretty much dark depths has 10 ice counters on it whenever the last one is removed and it is put into the graveyard when it's put into the graveyard with no ice counters you get a 2020 legendary indest- flying, indestructible creature token named merit Lage. it is black the way it works is you, you use thespian sage to copy it legend rule forces you to sack one you stack the thespian sage to copy oh look dark depths went to grave with no counters on it i get a merit Lage. That you sack the Dark Depths, copying- No, you sack the Thespian With Thespian Stage, that stage a copy. and then you use the Thespian Stage, once it comes a Dark Depths, to sacrifice without counters, because the Dark Depths will still have its ten counters on it. Thespian Stage does not remove the counters from it. No, you, you sack the Thespian Stage that became a copy of Dark Depths. Right, but uh, as but you said for the Legend Rule makes you sack one. Aren't they legendary lens, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah, so but you get rid of thespian the. Thespian stage, stage dark thespian stage. Comes dark deaths At that point, you have to make a sacrifice without abilities on stack. Get rid of the dark deaths. Thespian stage is still there. Sacrifice thespian stage. Oh, now I have it one one. Stack means I yeah. Thought you only had to get rid no, of one. No, it looks like I'm gonna ask Frank. Oh yeah, it, dark death does read when it has no counter stack, so you do have to stack the dark death. Okay, mm-hmm. my apologies. okay your well. Okay, Yaroslav box agro low this, this is slightly different. Um, the main deck is the same. The main deck is the same. When I say slightly different, that's exactly what I mean. Slightly. Um, we have relay line of the void in the sideboard. Two slaughter games, a reclamation Saves, two bulgari charms, a maelstrom pulse, two choke because choke, two ethers for canonist, and two thoughtsies. Yeah. My, my guess is that these guys came together or are on the same team. They have different like um, storm hate, sideboard. which well, mm-hmm. it's really the same sideboard too. That like the choke <laughs> number, choke numbers are different, and the ethers for canonist is in the same spot as um another piece of storm hate it's uh the uh Makes everything cost one more all the non creature spells. Thalia. Yeah, Thalia. So like that's you know, they these guys have the same numbers on basically everything. They just couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't get a hold of extra tabernacles or two chokes or whatever. So yeah. a little bit of a little bit of things were altered. But you know, for the most part, the seventy five list is there. Really yeah. so, really solid. Yeah. Um so a couple of things that, you know, to talk about with this uh tournament is one, uh there was a there's been a lot of talk, uh, especially after this weekend, of banning top and digsy time. Top Blue's, is one of the... Blue's very powerful. It is. And, well, I but, can see Top, but... See, I can kind of see Top, but at the same time, it's really the only format where it's legal. Yeah, mm-hmm. Top doesn't need to be legal. It was a mistake in making it. You can't have tournament matches and Top in the same time. Okay, but that's one of the yeah, things but it the sets, thing that sets... kills an entire archetype. That's also one of the things was, that sets Legacy Park a lot is you can mm-hmm. play this card... You could do something a little different than what you could do in modern. I would hate to see legacy literally become modern with a few older cards. that Top is one of those exceptions. It's just like, look, man, this is legacy. Uh, it's not about anything so to do with the power uh... level of the card. It's the fact that the mechanics of the card make lead for very long games. I'm right. well aware. You know, I mean, that's why it's not in modern. It would be fine card in modern. It's just mm-hmm. it's the fact that you're going to time every single round regardless when you have top players in the room, and that's a that's a thing. And maybe you know you're probably going to time every single. Around no matter what, anyway, but so I, I don't know. But
1: Andrew, what I, I can see the you had for
0: for percentage yeah. of decks that made day two were miracles. Uh, it was twenty eight and at seventeen point two percent miracles. So a good seventeen, point two percent of the field is now gone if you ban top. I mean that deck is pretty much dead. Yeah, it, it's absolutely dead, and it can it's be replaced by any of a number of other control archetypes that are there that are, are a little bit more creative it and hard to find. I mean, the like Stasis just recently got unbanned, right? I don't know. I can't remember. It, I thought it did. Uh, but it's, I don't know, like, why I understand completely, look, let's put it this way. I would understand and not protest if they did ban top. Right, exactly. That's about it. But no, I, I would not, at the same time, I ne- i don't necessarily want to see go. Yeah, I, I'm exactly where you stand. We are in 100% agreement. Yeah, like, I, I'd fully get it if they ban yeah. I understand why, mm-hmm. but Judges I prefer, I would prefer it it's necessary, evil. Eh yeah, I don't know that's it's necessary. It's just one of those hey, look, this is legacy. Well it's yeah. it sets apart two formats. Yeah. That, that's it's just, well there's a, much much more, there's a lot more there's a lot more than that that does it, and there's a lot more decks that are available in the legacy room that are that there than there are in modern and you know, you see that in the Grand Prix, not just in the results of day 2 or whatever, but there's just you know incredible diversity. So to neuter one deck I think actually makes a healthier format in general. If you're taking away the you know the most popular deck on day two, then you're forcing people to make a lot more choices. About how Delver to build their decks. Their deck, yeah, it would just become Delver, 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 Delver. Delver. Well, it, like, but Delver's that's the one thing that breaks that up. You know, if you're, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't necessarily mind the Dig Time bans for Delver either. Delver isn't a, a whole lot without the dredge card. Sure, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. three time is specifically a that Delver. Uh, well, I mean, well, but it's pretty much every single blue deck yeah. Yeah. plays well, Dicker Time at some number. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a good goddamn draw card. You gotta expect people to, you know, it, it is. Yeah. yeah, it turns out that all of the testing for Del needed to be done for. Real because they made absolutely oh, they broken don't test cards them and cards. Like I know. Candy. Well, they're going to start doing that. they're good. Yeah, yeah they're going to have silver, Delver, Death Recommon, dig Common, Time, Treasure Cruise. They kind of messed up a little bit. Yeah, I, I do see what you're saying, though. Well, earlier you brought up that, you know, sometimes killing one deck leads to a better and more diverse field. Mm-hmm. I remember when Survival got banned. Yeah, Survival got huge, man. Survival yeah. was 30% of the room. Yeah, and like, you know, when Survival got banned, uh, Legacy got a lot better. Yeah, for so, sure. I mean, it, it could. I mean, as much, you know, like I said, we're in agreement as far as talk goes, uh, dig through time. I don't know. I really don't. I mean, it's just one of those cards. It's just like, uh, you know, yeah. we just got rid of Treasure Cruise and i going to get rid of Dig. Like, ah, uh, come on guys. Don't take away all the toys. <laughs> but I mean, we'll, we'll have to continue to see, but if another six months goes by and it's still 30% of the room is Delver on day two, then well, it well, might. the, the yeah. talk is, and it, you know, it's pretty heavy talk. They, they want these bannings to happen like now because, you know, a new B&R it is going to be coming four. out very soon. So. This is the ban format brainstorm, of brainstorm and make legacy no. stop. No, <laughs> you ban brainstorm and it just becomes vintage. So because this is the format of brainstorm, I guess. yeah. This is brainstorm's format. It's the only place you can use it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's that. And also, hey, it's restricted in vintage, not banned. Yeah, but you're never gonna go tutor for your brainstorm when you still have no. ancestral in your deck. Right. Uh Honestly, another thing I wanted like to bring up, um, I don't know if you guys got to watch any of the coverage, but uh Riley Knight, uh he's like the main commentary during these things. One, the European coverage is so much better than the American coverage. It's fucking unreal. And Riley Knight, realistically, they need to step him up to the desk during the Bird Tours. I guess right now he does behind the scenes stuff. But like I mean He's putting pretty- in his time then, he'll get there. He he is but a he's- doing a great job, uh very Personable, Very good to listen to. Explains game state, which is something that yeah, I wish they did more during Pro Tours. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. so like, I would really enjoy to see. I would really appreciate it if Wizards would give him the bomb, because I think he's at the point now where he deserves it. And there's a lot of people on the PT mm-hmm. coverage team that can go, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it would be good to have a little more international flair on there, because it is a PT. Man, I don't Look want another Ian Rich Hayon going on. I like Rich. Hey. Look at Ian. I know you do. So do I. I don't know. Ian Duke I don't didn't get on, on coverage until after. I think it was uh the last course that Ian Duke was talking about it, and like all the, ch- the chat was just flaring up about how great this guy was, and like describing the game. And then the very next virtual, they just brought him back to commentator. Yeah, I, I just, you know, like, I mean, look, like, Rashad. Rashad's there because he started GG's Live, mm-hmm. which eventually became what is the T-coverage thing. But Rashad doesn't nope. exactly do the best job of no. commentating the matches. So, like, if he were to take Rashad's spot, I'd have no problem with that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they were to move Marshall to, uh, the color desk. So into that. For I like humidity. that. Plan. Yeah, I like and that then plan a lot. Put Riley in as, you know, one of the, uh, the main commentators, I had a, no problem with that. Yeah, I'm super great with that, man. That, that's the move I'd make. I actually, I mean, I don't... Rashad's. I think he's a great color guy. I think he makes it really fun. He's. You're right, he's not the best commentary, but I actually, I like commentating. Yeah, but, well, it's just one of the things that I, I, you know, when I'm watching a PT and I'm hearing about, you know, our commentators' EDH game during the middle of a match, I have a problem yeah. with that, and it that happens, happens a lot. sure. Because <laughs> that is not a tournament format. Well, it's not even that. It's just the fact that there's a game going on. You might explain what's going that's on rather than telling me about how you... Beat this dude in EDH with a Colossus of Sardinia. <laughs> it's like, uh, dude, something's going on here that's far more important than your uh, off-screen EDH game that you played. So, <laughs> but you know, just a couple things I wanted to bring up. Uh, good job to the overseas crew again because that was absolutely. Uh, every time they put one on and I watch it, I'm just like, I'm amazed by how well it is. The things they do, it's just it's the way it should. Um, so in Montreal, they played some uh, sealed. And Ooh. we had uh one thousand was it the new sealed? No, no, it was goodbye to the format. Oh, it was the last uh dragon sealed. And we had one thousand two hundred and twenty players show up for day one with one hundred and forty three making the cut. We had four undefeated Jason Ellis, who finished seventy third. <laughs> he went one and five in day two. Uh we had number twenty in the world, Andrew Cunio. Oh, and Jason Ellis was on the soul tight for his uh Seal, seal. portion, yes. Uh, Andrew Cunio was on a uh, blue-red with a small splash of black for Tassiger and Marshall, uh, and also an ultimate price and a Foul Tongue invocation. Uh, um, so removal. So removal re- and a bomb. Yeah, and Marshall, realistically, I mean, it's a morph art, so. It, it's a morph, yeah. yeah. if you don't flip it, me. But he went one in five as well on, d- uh, day two, finishing 71st place. Uh, we had Steven Whalen, who was on an absolutely sick black-red, uh, seal pool with Dragon Lord Cold Gone, uh, Bolt Wing Marauder and, uh, Flame Rush rider as it's just just black red Jeez. just black red wow that's the life when uh, you have those you don't need any other colors though so. no he ended up in the top eight so we'll talk about his draft decks a little later and uh we had maten eric agathia he actually finished as the top seed Act at the end of sealed but his uh or at the end of the tournament but his sealed deck absolutely stupid he had a dragon lord a sadisi undead visor and an archfiend of the depravity just the name of mm. <laughs> so when you open things like that, uh yeah. <laughs> the only thing that would have made it better is if it was Drifting Death instead of Dragon Lord. Right, right. Uh so this is the way our top eight did break down. We had uh David Goldfarb, two zero over Reduke. Yes, Reduke in the top eight. All he had to do was get that, here and that was uh Reduke is now platinum.
1: That was her.
0: a uh, heart wrenching winning in for redo. Yeah. Uh, He's he up against Kenji Igashira who has been mm. finished ninth place the last two GPs that were here Um, he finished nineteenth. Oh, he not finished. So oh, know. he finished 19th? Yeah, breakers okay. are breakers, dude. I mean, he was tied points-wise, but yeah. breakers put him in 19th. There was three straight GPs he attended where he fails. Well, not three straight, but three GPs of note this year. He lost his winning in the last round. Yeah, which brings up actually another point that I had written down here. Um And it's like, is there legitimately a better never to make a PC right now than Kenji. No. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, like, the dude is outstanding as a fighter. Like I've been I really knocking wish, so hard at that door, too. I really wish he'd just break through and get to one because at this point the dude deserves it. I mean, just to stream alone. Per, like, pros like LSV were like, that sucks for Kenji. Like, after that loss to Reed. Yeah. It's like for like every, everyone being happy. Yeah, for everyone being happy about Reed getting platinum at the same time, it's like, God damn it, Kenji deserves this. And yeah. he just keeps losing those winning in games that, you know, would put him there, so eh. Probably number one. North American streamer. Yes. And just... No, probably about it. He is. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, but moving on, actually, into the tournament again. Yelger Vigersma, uh, 2-0 over Gathier Cousin. Okay, uh, we yeah. had Stephen Whalen, uh, he was one of our undefeateds. Uh, he loses to Mike Sigris 2-0, and we had Adam Waxman losing to Matan Gathia 2-0, that's another one of our undefeateds. Uh, that was our top seed actually. We had Mike Sigris beating Gathia 2-1, and we had, uh, David Goldafarb beating Yelger Vigersma 2-1. The stack top huh? Dude, is it or is yeah. it not? I mean, Yelger Reed and uh, Mike Sigrist. Sigrist. And Mike yeah. Sigrist wins 2-1 over David Goldfarb. That's his second GP win in, like, the last two months. Yeah, he's killing it. I have I mean, I've known the name for a long time. He's now, what, uh, was the I, first other one he won, was it also limited? I want to say it was water, but I thought... Okay, I, I was sure. just personally curious. Yeah, he's one of those New England grinders. He's just been, you know, at the game for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, this was basically the goodbye uh tournament for Dragons of Tarkir. Um, we could sit here and go over these decks ad nauseum, but realistically, we need to go over the top two decks and i think that's it <laughs> that seems about right who did well uh so we had uh mike sigris farm and uh, mike sigris he is running a deck that features a ration foremost that's double striker and when he enters the battlefield or attacks mm-hmm. another target warrior creature you control gains double strike that card is a beast two two for three um quick white red creatures such as you know Mistokirin Colagon Aspirin Colagon Forerunners Uh Forerunners is pretty absurd in the in this type of deck because he has 16 creatures. Right? Yeah. He also has a Colagon Storm's Fury so when you're playing a bunch of creatures and you have this that's not fair. It's a finisher. That's a, just a great <laughs> great way to <laughs> it's like all of my creatures get plus one plus zero at toe under 10. Oh wait I have nine creatures on them. Go fuck yourself. Oh and two of them just happen to have double strike. Um, his removal consisted of like Tail Slash, Sarkin's Rage and Avowar's stance. He also was packing an Alpo Siege, which, you know, obviously drew him into crazy things. Oh, and I forgot to mention Cave and Dragon. (laughs) He has Descent of Dragons, too. Talk about Upgrade. (laughs) He's like, oh, I attack you with all my little creatures, and then I turn them all into dragons. (laughs) Yeah. I I got all these dragons. Oh, I have a... Wow, this deck is good. Like, so he just opens super strong with Curve, and then finishes hard on something with five or six mana. Yeah, I mean, the the combination between Colagon and Descent of Dragons is kind of just sick yeah. every one of those dragons is going to uh, trigger the colagon effect. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and you can just swing with like a 9-5 Colagon easily on top of all of your other dragons becoming like 8-4s. <laughs> so awesome. So good. This deck is amazing. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, very well built. I mean, the outpost seeds, like I said, just helps dig all of just, Just absurd. Alpo Siege yeah. Two. God damn. Yeah, like very, s- decent removal too. Yeah. Uh, so no, no shocker to me after looking at a listed one. Uh, Mister yeah. Goldfarb. He uh, he did not Gold have a five. slashing list. He did not what? He did not have a list that was bad. Like it was a pretty good, uh pretty solid draft deck. But he has a Snapcaster Mage list. I don't. Think that, that's right. No. Is that good? <laughs> it's <I> mean, good. <laughs> I mean, yes, you know. Is it a sand blaster? Some mage? Scorch Regions. What's, what's the dancer. sand, whatever his name is? Sand something mage? sand blaster mage. Where, is that what it where it is? Is? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Sandstep yeah, sand Outcast? That could be it, yeah. The one that gives... Well, no, the outcast. Sand Step Outcast is listed. Yeah, the one that gives... Them... I'm not seeing Snapcaster Mage. How do you not see the third creature down a Snapcaster Mage? Oh, uh, I, I do. I don't <laughs> you should call a judge. <laughs> <laughs> a judge. Maybe that's how Mr. Sigrist won. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. part was like, Snapcaster Mage back my enduring victory? He's like, no. Judge. <laughs> 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 Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you can tap Snapcaster Sandblast? Oh, sick. Probably, stand. isn't there a sandblast mage? Isn't that a guy? I think he Man comes in play and, like, uh puts a plus one, plus one counter on something. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, so that's my guess. Um, as Sorry, I didn't, I, that's a huge distraction. I apologize for all of it. No, no, no. I, yeah, dude, it, it's, it's you know, hey, those good guys at Wizards, they always get the uh, coverage. Oh, he, he couldn't make up his mind playing Legacy this weekend or sealed, so he played of both. I would bring my legacy deck uh to the sealed event every time. If I was allowed, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> uh and I would definitely play Belcher. I <laughs> dude I just I mean, well my only legacy deck is my the only one I have built at the moment is the Blue black Dover and I'm fine with that. But... <laughs> I think I'd be okay. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, that was our, uh, seal portion and congrats to, uh, Reduke for hitting platinum. Congrats to Mr. Sigris for winning yeah. yeah. yet another tournament. Reduke there, is it? He does, I mean, he fell off a lot at the beginning of the year. He just did not play yeah. as well. He was getting a lot of bad finishes and to see the refocus to get back to platinum just shows how good of a player he actually is. Yeah. he's he's really, really good. But he did have to grind these last two years. He had to fly all the way overseas to play fuck it, and he's like, Well, okay, now let's come back. Let's go to Canada and let's play sealed. Hopefully I can get there. And God damn it he did. And it's always good to see younger vigors by the top of eight of anything because he's a Hall of Famer. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing Hall of Famers, you know, show their stuff. Yeah, when they come back and decide to play again and they're like, Oh, by the way, wait. Oh yeah <laughs> I used to play this game when the cards didn't actually work. Right? <laughs> Now that they work, it's like an unfair. Oh, easy! I are care. you kidding me? Jeez! You Could dudes. you imagine if Kai decided to <laughs> take this game seriously? Yeah, man? you know, like like or I don't I don't have anyone like maybe Steve O'Mahoney Schwartz, like a real old school draft guy who would like you know draft when packs had like eight playables. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, coming out here and just seriously drafting. Like, are you kidding me? Text be nuts, right? Steve, that, that, that's a name. Well, Steve O'Mahoney Schwartz. Like, I dude, he's I mean, like he was. He's, he's I remember him. And he was just like the guy my, who would show up only for the pro tours that were. Were, uh, <laughs> that were limited. Like, well, he showed the other one too in team draft. He's a, widely known as like one of the best money draft sharks on the planet. Right, yeah. Well, that's when team draft's big. It's not yeah, it. Exactly. That's a shame too. Yeah, well, like when you just have one guy, like when he's picking all three decks for your team, you know? <laughs> it's pretty good. Right? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> here, this is what you're running. Yes, this well, is, that's you, that's here you, you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll do. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break though and we will be back in a moment with some interesting things. Thanks. You're right back. Okay. It's that time again where I'm going to talk about Titan Game Shop. Now listen, I don't just come on here and talk about them every week because they throw money at me or anything like that. Like I actually play there. I actually buy cards from them. They are great people. And I really wish every one of you would, you know, check them out and just see how they can be great to you as well. You can buy singles there. You can buy sealed product there. You can buy absolutely anything you want. And if you live quasi local, yeah quasi local you can go to a tournament literally every day there it's just a great shop it's about as good of a shop for magic as you can possibly think of uh this weekend they will be streaming the pre-release which i will not be commentating because of a, an issue that we had with microphones but you know on the next one hey i'll be right there probably uh so please check titan games out that's titan game shop t a i TAN GAMESHOP dot com Go ahead, check 'em out. Okay, we're back. Now, as many of you know, Will is like a historian of this game. I, you know, I love my history of the game as well. I'm not quite at Will's level where I can remember, you know, pull a name like Steve O'Mahony Schwartz out of the fuck Aether. Like, (laughs) like I know who he is, but that's not a name I'm going to pull out of nowhere. So, you know, like, good up on him. But, like, the Hall of Fame means something to us, too. And I'm sure Mike, you know, being a listener of the show forever and now a part of the show, I'm sure he has an appreciation for the Hall of Fame as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, of oh. Just so everybody understands to begin with, now Wizards has done something different with the Hall of Fame. Everybody has a vote. The community now has a ballot. It's a combined ballot, so like, you know, right last time I checked, it was like over 500,000 people had already voted, so those votes are going to count the same as like one normal person's vote, but it's still a vote. So, you know, please go ahead and vote. I have it already up on the Pit Infs Podcast page on Facebook, and I will put it in the show description, so you can click on the link, make your vote. Um, we're going to vote ourselves. We don't Know who we voted for, and the way we're going. Well, to we each this, know individually who we voted for, but I don't know who Will yeah. and Angela voted for. The way we're going to figure this is if two out of three of us vote for the same player, we are going to assume that that person has a strong likelihood of making the uh, Pro Tour Hall of Fame. However. If all three of us vote for a player, we're going to assume that that player gets in. If only one of us vote for a player, we're just going to figure that player did not make it. Now, the rules for voting is you're allowed to have up to five picks. You do not have to use all five. You're allowed to have five. Um, so, uh, Will, you being the historian of the game, I want you to go first with your picks. Uh Be very interesting to see who you felt is deserving of the Hall of Fame. Okay, uh, I... We'll vote for four members to go to Hall of Fame this year. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, Tomohiro Saito, uh, one of my favorite players, a true great of the game, I feel, obviously just absolutely deserves it. Already got voted in once, so it's good to see that he's going to get back in. That's great. I'm, I hope he doesn't harbor any ill will about first time. Uh second pick uh it's also uh, another Japanese actually uh it's Chato Yasuoka. Um, again these so uh Saito 5 Pro Tour top 8s one win, which was a team win, uh, Shoda. <laughs> Right, Shoda, uh We have 20 Grand Prix top eights, four Grand Prix wins. Uh, those are incredible numbers. Shoda's numbers are all equally good. Uh, only the two Grand Prix, or only the two Pro Tour top eights. One was the win with team. 19 Grand Prix top eights, and the uh, one win. Uh, didn't actually take the game all that seriously uh, as long as Saito did, but has widely been known and very, uh, for a very very long time, was uh, regarded as like the best control deck designer on the planet. You know, like yeah, three, it, was, it was him. Or Guillaume. Yeah. A it, long time. Exactly. Like I, I think it, Guillaume kinda took the title from Shouta whenever yeah. Shota stepped back in the game a little bit. And now Shouta does it. Right. <laughs> um so I have uh Martin Juza as well, another serious, serious grinder. Uh only two <laughs> Pro Tour Top Eight, not the numbers exactly you're looking for, but the four hundred and three lifetime pro points and uh twenty two Grand Prix top eights, four of them wins uh five times was in the player of the year top eight has been on the top of the game for a very long time. Plus he's from uh Czech Republic, kind of from Eastern Europe and uh really the first big player to come out of that region. And, you know, really was embraced by the Japanese community, he speaks Japanese as a language, lives over there for much of the time, still to this day, I think, is very good friends with Shuhei and and um uh, is just, you know, one of those kind of classic grinders. I, I think the guy's great, mm-hmm. so I I've, I've absolutely deserves it. And then finally, uh, I would cast a, a ballot for Kazuya Mithimura, uh, the chief. Uh, three Pro Tour top eights. One was a finals loss to Guillaume who we just talked about, uh, in the... Uh, uh, that was when Mystical Teachings was the best deck in Standard. It was a pretty pretty fun match to watch. Uh, he did win. Notably, it was actually the first time uh that there was a Pro Tour with a split format. It was Charge of Alara, uh, and he... The one Protor Tour Bloodbraid, and uh, it was actually Top 8 Draft, where he defeated Paul Rital. Really, really cool, cool deck with some Cuida Spikes and Pingers. Um... Has uh let's see, only two Grand Prix top eights and uh hundred and seventy two pro points. So probably doesn't have the pure stats, but I like the guy a whole lot, so I voted for him. Okay, I'm actually a little shocked um you don't have Willie Edo on your list and I know you're a big fan. You, you know, man, I, I love Willie and if he would have won the Pro Tour that he was supposed to win, he would have been in here a long time ago. Probably. But uh he made a huge mistake and punted a game in the finals and he just doesn't quite have all the intangible stats yet. I you know when he gets his next Pro Tour top eight, which I feel that's coming, uh that's when I'll start voting for him. He has a five number. Fair enough. Um, it was good to see your list. My list is fairly similar. Um I went with my first pick, uh, Eric Furlick. Uh look, I have a real easy um a really easy threshold for how I would vote for a player and it's if I say the name and then say Hall of Fame and then one second later go yes, you get in. It's like L S V. Yes. <laughs> uh, see I, I still want to make Efro work or it a little bit more. I don't think he's done yet. Um he's I mean to me I think he's done enough. Uh four P G top eights, we have thirteen GP's one of the wins. Yeah. Um he's three hundred and forty seven lifetime pro points yeah. so like I, I think he's I personally think he's a safe off, but you know, I I don't, I, I don't disagree. I think that, yes, this guy is definitely going to be a hall of famer, but I would like to let him finish all of his accomplishments before he gets voted. in. I think this guy's still going to win a pro tour. So do I, you know, so uh, like uh, I, I'm, I'll wait, I'll wait until, you know, I'll give him another year, see okay. what he does next year, because I'm sure then he's going to have, you know, probably have another uh, pro tour top eight, probably two more grand for top eight. And then, you know, like every, this guy just gets better every year. So I, I don't have a problem letting him sit for a year. or Okay. Uh, my second pick, uh, is, again, two PTs with a top eight, uh, 22 GP top eights, four of them wins, 403 lifetime pro points. Martin usa. I mean, the dude, it, it, like, it's time to put him in. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's... My other threshold is realistically, it's 400 lifetime pro points. You get that? That's a great, it. crazy. It's a <laughs> crazy, crazy number. He's got the five, or he doesn't quite have the pro tour top eight, and, and that's what you're looking for. You want five pro tour top eight. That's a great number. But it the is. They're insane. But, I mean, again, like, you look at 403 lifetime yeah, pro points huge number you know even if you if you're getting in for lifetime accomplishment like you get 400 lifetime pro points i'm gonna put you in person absolutely i totally agree with you. um and my other one is another one with 400 lifetime points uh but he was the 2006 player of the year 19 gp top eight with a win uh he has two pro tour top eights with a win Shota I mean, like, how do you keep this dude out of the Hall of Fame? Um, I did not vote for Saito, regardless of the fact that he had 412 lifetime pro points. Um, Why is that? He's been suspended twice, frankly. Once for bribery and once for very dubious slow play. Okay. And that's the only reason why. Like, I like Saito as a player. Like, I appreciate watching him play. I think he's one of the best players in the world. But if it's my vote, I don't have to put somebody in who's been suspended. That's fine. Order the room. Would you vote in Waffle Tapa? Uh, no. Okay. Would you vote in Ruel? Uh, I don't know. Um, Ru- you know, both those players also had suspension issues. I'm sure that Yeah, actually, but, Ruel, Ruel well, actually had two. But... Yeah, Ruel had two. Okay, then I would not vote for him because, like, I-, I was willing to forgive the bribery. I yeah, really was. Apparently, um, I, 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 the slow play one, I mean, like, that was ugly. Like, I mean, he was stalling a game specifically for a win, and that's cheating. Well, And I have a problem with cheating. I wish that players who were not of his caliber would be punished for slow play as harshly as he was, because I have seen guys... I agree completely. ...grind. I mean, I know guys' career is slow playing and taking your clock for the match. Mm-hmm. So, I agree completely. Uh, I mean, I, but that match specifically, like, he won after 42 minutes or something like that game one, and then in game two, all of a sudden... He has to rejate the mind sculptor seventeen times. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's obvious it's obviously slow play, no doubt, but like the, he, he's received the, an 18-month ban from the game and a two-year yep. ban from the game. And that's, that's just... That's, that's pretty similar to what Ruel has received. He de- Ruel definitely had the 18-month ban. So I'm just in that camp where, you know, I don't have to put this person in. I'm not going to. If you don't have to vote for him, he'll get in regardless. Yeah, he'll get in regardless. I mean, th- this is my way of saying, look, well, I wouldn't put him in. I'm not going to object if he goes in. But, you know, it, you know, I just feel like it's the Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame. Well, the, you know, the position of the Hall of Fame has been is that if a player has come back after their penalty has been served and reestablished themselves in good standing in the Magic community in their eyes, then they will allow them back in, you know, and he has worked hard to come back. He was out of the game for a long time and really primarily through his Twitter feed has regained his footing in the Magic, and he's playing good Magic again. Yes, you know, like as evidence of the top eight, I just, I mean, exactly. no and no question I, I, about it. No, so again, dude, you don't have to vote for him. I'm not going to Argue, you know, yeah. I know. I mean, I, I think I have a valid reason not to. Uh, yeah, oh, but no totally. I'm not going to hold it against anybody who does vote for him. I mean, the dude, if you on his play alone, 100% deserves it. This is the same as the people who won't vote for steroid users in baseball. The way I look at it, you know, I just, oh I, man, did you just call him a steroid user? That's brutal, uh, dude. He, he he abused the rules of the game, man. I know he did. I know, and 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 then and then I say, well, everybody did it. And then you're right. Yeah, he's definitely in an asterisk category, yeah. which is a shame. It it, it really is. Guy, because play play wise, hundred percent deserves it. No questions that we've answered. In deck design, really, just yeah. You know, he he was the next child of uh Gary Wise and the Red the Red deck. Dude, oh. every time a new standard pops around, I go check my Twitter feed to see what decks. I'm yeah, I'm not he's, gonna lie, <laughs> he's he's definitely gonna build a like one of the fastest, lowest to ground aggro decks that you can find in every format, like just perfect starter deck. Absolutely. And Mike, who do you got going into yours, and how many did you vote for? Because that was I always voted uh, for three. I voted for five. Um. Uh First off, I voted for uh, Psycho. Definitely well accomplished player. And also, like, I also kind of wanted him to get in. Like, my brother and I also talked about this because he asked me today, like, would I vote for this guy? But um, just so people stop, like, arguing about, like, oh, he had bandings and this and that. Like, the guy's a great magic player. Shut up about things, this and that. Did he earn it with his play? Yes. So, yeah, but, I mean, did Pete Rose earn his with his play? Yes. but he's yes. gain-ish. <laughs> but that's not fair, though. See, his stuff, I mean, that, that's a different together. His was not even on the field. Yeah. I, yeah. But still, <laughs> in, this is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, just because somebody earns it on their play, I don't feel that they absolutely 100% deserve to be enshrined in, you know, the hollow grounds, you know? So, I am a different I mean, opinion of the Hall of Fame. Nah, I don't know. That, that's fine. Do you I also love for... <laughs> right after Saito, I definitely I also voted for uh, Shota again. Well accomplished player. You guys have gone over this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a well I'm not a well seasoned historian about the Pro Tour as much as you guys are. But that's our first three for three, so we're just going to assume. He's I shouldn't dead. have to explain this too. I also voted for uh, Willie Edel. Yeah, he's going to start getting player. votes. Long time player. he keeps playing grinding now. He's making appearances at pretty much every Pro Tour. Yeah, well, it's, just, it's a, one of those guys who it's a real shame that he's from South America. This guy was from, uh, Miami or something like that. He was from fucking Oklahoma. Like, my god. For, this, yeah, or any, anywhere. Uh, Western European country. Right, right, even. right. For sure, for sure. Like, man, crazy. Just killing it. Like. Uh, my next vote was, uh, also for Eric Frohlich. Um, felt like, you know, this past year alone, he's proven that he wants the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's <laughs> why I want to, that's why I want to make him keep working for it. Cause I feel like he, he has yet to produce his greatest work. I really feel that about the guy. I agree with that, but I also feel like he has earned it already with the play he's had in the past year or two. Well, the, you know, give him another couple of years to get the solid numbers up. You want to see five pro Tour top eights and like Angelus has 400 pro points. Those You'll get 400 pro points in the next two years. I exactly. Exactly. And then, and then you say, <laughs> look, we are having the 400 conversation and he's in, you know? So, yeah. let him. I think he will get it next year. I do. Yeah, so do I. I think in one year he's at 400 pro points. <laughs> no, I, exactly. So <laughs> next year, I mean, he's my solid lock, probably first, first pick. And uh for my fifth vote, it was a little bit hard to not vote for Jamie Park, but I had to give it to Martin Yuza. <laughs> How was it? Oh, uh, never mind. <laughs> hey, Jamie he, Park. Jamie Park's, it's interesting. He is. He's good. He, but I mean, when you're like, he came going back the past few years Park. because <laughs> well, he, his name, Park's name was taken off the ballot, and he came back to make sure it got back on. So yeah, he still got some work to do. He he Maybe does. Top eights is good. I was actually at one of his other top eight for a good sec. Yeah, I definitely had to give it to uh, Martin Yuza there. Yeah, he's not I mean Juiza's man or use however however yeah. it is. He's just a grinder. And really he inspired other Central European players to pick up the game. You know, if it wasn't for Juza they probably mm-hmm. wouldn't be Stanislav Sitka. Okay, mm-hmm. so um just Don't to recap. Uh, we had six total players named in this, which is a really low number. Um But again, like I have a high threshold that I only voted for three. I would have voted for four. Will has a high threshold. He only voted for Um And that, that really came down to the fact that we had a disagreement again on, you know, the banning thing where we both would have pretty much had the same. Um, if if we we're, if were playing fantasy though, it would be the three 400 pointers. I think that's what this year's class is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically we had two, three threes, uh and that was Shota Yasaoka and Martin Yuza. So we're going to assume that those guys are just getting in this year. We, uh two, two for threes, uh and that's Saito and evro. I can see both of them getting in this year uh so i a class of four players would not shock me this year at all. I'll say uh, I'm gonna pick three I, I that was my initial thought was I only think three's gonna get in, but if we get four, it wouldn't shock me too much and uh Willie Edel and uh kazuya Mitimo, Mitamura, I'm sorry yeah. um he uh. Those two it looks like as far as the pittens are concerned they got more work to do. Oh yeah, I don't think is ever going to make it, but Willie Adel, you know, he's he's got a chance. Yeah, Willie does um people wanted to get him in last year, so mm-hmm. I think he's going to get some sympathy votes. Um who knows? We'll see how correct we are in a few weeks when yeah. this comes around and the actual vote goes off. But he gets that fifth Pro Tour Top Eight, lot, lot, absolutely. Locked. Like yeah. for, especially as a South American player as well. Yeah. Like for someone who doesn't has the access to the Grand Prix like everyone else does. Like so you don't have the inflated point totals for your yeah. Pro Points. That's points. what hurts him. Is is he's like 156 votes. Right, it's 278. So 278. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if he gets if he gets about 300 Pro Points and gets a fifth Pro Tour Top Eight, I'll start going for him. Yeah, I'd give him mm-hmm. that for that. Be just because of region. 300s yeah. different in you know Right, no, gun no. Than it is in US. Yes, I do. Jeez. Uh, so, <laughs> I wish you would have won that pro tour, man. He'd already be in. Yeah, that's, that's our take on the way we see the pro tour is going to break down. And according to the pittance, we got four people probably in two locks. Fair. Enough. Yeah. Fair. Cool. Um, that was fun. I, I, actually really, don't get me wrong. I don't know about you guys, but I really put in work when I was going over this list and I ended up with the same people yeah. that I would have ended up with in the beginning. Right, 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 right. That's but fair. I did, work I over unfortunately did not have season. that much time to put in for this particular segment yeah no i spent i spent days thinking about this i i actually i looked at all the all the guys i like thought about it so like sam black is is flirting with making the list yeah i almost had him on craig weston yeah. was another one that's like ah just a couple yeah he's close man he's got great pro tour stuff he just you know he, i mean but again he's a guy who's gonna keep people working and same for sam black so the guys i'll just let him mature a little bit more and uh it'll be great yeah in a couple of years i'll be there and you know they well, will you're put talking in like numbers. a seasoned fisherman <laughs> it's like not yeah put you back. Yeah. So why didn't you have uh why didn't you have time to put in the work Mike cuz I know I sent you a message Sunday saying dude you got homework. I know, I know um I've just been having a lot of hours this week. Oh, that's a good thing. And then like by the time I get home Yeah, it is, but also at the same time like I'd get home from work and either forget to look at the Hall of Fame stuff or just pass out. Normally it was just the pass out part. Okay. Well, that's cool. I mean, your list was not bad, so you ended up pretty much at the same place we would have. Um, yeah, and I, I like, I like the fact that you voted for all five too, as a younger player, mm-hmm. like, you know, really just putting the love out there. Yeah, showing some respect, putting the love out. That's cool. Uh, so now going from something really, really cool to somebody who's clearly never going to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> Zach Jesse has received a lifetime ban from Magic. And yes, it's 20 years technically, but we all know 20 years is a lifetime. Ban. God damn. So for a a recap i told you all this back in may but for anybody who missed that episode or if your head is fucking squarely in the sand uh-huh or you were in the woods i was <laughs> in the woods i have an excuse you, you could clearly be in the woods i will recap real quickly what happened uh zach jesse top aided in early may a event uh one drew levin decided to let the world know that hey this dude has been convicted of a sexual assault uh this sexual assault happened 10 plus years ago uh it was anally and vaginally I mean, it was a pretty brutal one. Uh If you're a child, please like fast-forward like 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I need to prep for that. You should have um, gave that warning about five minutes s- ago. Yes. Um, <laughs> you hey, you know what? I do put a parental advisory on these shows, so, you know, fuck it. Uh, so, yeah, it was fuck anally... Fuck dude. That <laughs> shit was brutal. Yeah, um, it was anally and it was vaginally, like, this is not something that, you know, I'm going to say I condone at all before I even get started on my rant because, trust me, I'm about to go on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, the thing was, the girl who had this happen to her, she was... Zach Jesse ended up serving three months for one did. It was, uh, toned down to a sexual assault from, basically, the original charge of rape. And the girl did not want to see this man's life ruined, uh, due to this thing, because everybody was, like, stupid pass-out drunk. She doesn't exactly remember what happened, so... Who's to say whether, you know, at the time she might have said yes or might have not cared, but then it doesn't matter because in the end she was not in the frame of mind to make that decision. Uh, there's clearly, you know, no arguing that. Um, and you know, I'm sorry for her that this act, this situation continue, continually is being brought up because if for some reason she's in the magic community, she has to relive this. Uh, but Zach Jesse received a lifetime ban for a crime that he served time under the the American justice system for. And this is where my problem is. Um, this banning happened basically because of mob rule. Enough people made us think about it after Drew Levin put out information and Wizards said, "Oh, we got to ban you." So basically, the impression I'm getting from Wizards is now, "Hey, go ahead and spend all your money with us, but when you get good enough to top eight, and we got to pay money back you." okay, now because you have something on your record, we're going to get rid of you. They also took away his MTGO account, where clearly he's not raping anybody playing MTGO. This is something we know is fat. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's my I I don't know. Uh, But, like, I mean, he's not, it doesn't make me feel any less safe playing MTGO knowing I'm playing against him. I would not feel any Maybe less safe because he's good magic right I'm not I'm not going to feel any less safe if my daughter is playing NTGO against him because my daughter is sitting in my house and he is not plain and simple there's no reason to take his NTGO account away from him and that's fucked up uh, they took his MTGO account man that's yes that's fucked up uh, I mean like that that was uncalled for if your reasoning for it was and they put out a little blurb on Tumblr that I hate to even call an official response but basically it said Uh, we're doing this to make players feel safe Um yeah taking away an MTGO account is not Making anybody feel safe. Um, <laughs> At that I, point in time, it's just paranoia mongering. Like, what if he tries to lure a young child to their house? Yeah, and, it's ridiculous. Like I, my huge issue though with this, and you know, I've had this firm stance on this for a long time. Um, if you serve time under the law, which it, the the representatives who write the law are determined by the citizens of that country, then those citizens have decided, you know, through proxy that. The punishment for X crime is this. He did that. I do not like seeing people punished a second time for the same crime, and I especially do not like seeing them punished a second time by a corporation rather than the state, because we have no say on who's at the head of that corporation. If somebody makes a bad law, however, we can vote him out. And it really just comes down to that with me. Like, I, I hate the idea of a corporation yeah exactly. You can't doubt us. It's the tenets of fashion yes a, you know a supreme oligarchy that you don't have any power to elect, you know controls your daily life but it's a real bummer for gentlemen because, uh I mean, it does it it sound it does sound like this guy's not a scary guy, and it does sound like this guy blown out of the courses um but uh man we definitely I'm not even going to say anything paranoia based at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I It's a bummer, know. man. It really is. I mean, it's it, look, is it going to make a few people feel more comfortable while playing in the magic tournament? I'm not going to question that. I, I really a people are probably asshole, though. Um and yeah. you know, no, some of them are just, you know, women who are just nervous and that's that's just <laughs> true. But the thing is, every time you go out in life, Oh man, get your fucking <laughs> get yeah. your get your bleat button red right for me, buddy. No, I no. mean, every time you go out in life you're gonna be put around people like this. There's people like this still in the GPs right now. Hate to break it to you, but everybody who signs up for a DCI card is not getting a fucking background check. Yes, that's a fact. And I, and I know people who air child molesters who go to GPs. I know people who, you know, have has sexual assault or things and they go to GPs. Look, these people were there. Whether you like it or not. And, you know, just put single out one of them is just like, I mean, yeah, I guess it tells the rest of them, hey, keep spending your money with us, but when you get good, we're going to take it away from you. And fuck you, Drew Levin. You know, look, when yeah, I was a kid. Fuck you, Drew Levin. When I was a kid, and, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell everybody. Many, this many story. moons ago. Okay. There was this. In a galaxy far, far, far. I had a friend of mine. Okay. Um, and he, his grandmother, uh, Nana Dot. And yes, I still call her Nana Dot. Nana Dot taught me a very valuable lesson in life. And I don't know if this is a white person thing. I don't know if this is a social media thing. But one day I went in and I asked Nana Dot something. And she said, mind your business. <laughs> and Wow, that's the end of it right there. And I was like, okay. And yeah. you know, I'm I pretty much, I'll be real honest. Most of my life, short of the fact, look, I do a podcast or reports news. So at this point, I, I don't get to mind my business as much as I typically do. But for the most part, I've lived my life to the point where if you don't personally bother me, If what you're doing does not personally affect me, ain't my business. I'm going to mind my business, okay? If the guy down the road is selling drugs, and I ain't even joking about it. The guy down the road sells drugs right now. But you know what? Yeah, you no, know, he's not lying at all. Like I definitely confirm. Not that I buy drugs or you know know the guy personally from you know that guy, but I it. It's a bad part. At the same time, this same guy, I mean, he pays the kid down the road ten dollars every time it snows for him to shovel his walk. Like the dude does this to get by. I'm not going to go turn the dude in because he's personally not affecting me. His customers don't come park in front of my house and then walk down to his place, you know? They're, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't affect me, you know? So I don't, I just go, all right, like, dude, it's just something to say about mind your own damn business sometimes. Look, and now don't get me wrong, if there's some asshole shooting up the front of the fucking neighborhood, yeah, you call the cops. But sometimes you just got to mind your business, especially if somebody already served her fucking time, boy. you know? It's just fucked up, man. You know, I I hate the whole Oligard thing, you're right, Will, that just... I never, ever want corporate... book I, I didn't like it when Ray Rice got suspended by the NFL because of the same thing. And it's in his fucking contract that this can happen. Well, Zach Jesse never signed no fucking contract saying that this could happen. And this is very arbitrary, and there's no transparency on why they did it or the full reasoning behind it, how many tweets or texts or emails they got saying to do it. It's just, we decided to do it. Go fuck yourself. Every real problem with that. Magic is too big of a game at this point not to at least come out and tell us why. Yeah. Anybody Let's have any get of up. that? Get off that ban is pretty much everyone who's on there broke the rules of magic. Let's take what rule sense. did Jack Jesse break of magic? None. Apparently, top eating was the rule he broke. <laughs> yeah. Top aiding with a criminal record. Man, don't what does he say about Patrick Chayton? play the game, so. Patrick Shea, Patrick. Oh, yeah, dude. He was, uh, yeah, he was nailed for team. selling over a thousand fucking exit pills. And how many girls probably got date rape while on those. I'm just okay. saying. I'm fame. not at all surprised. You Thank you very much for confirming that tour? because I believe that about the guy for many, many years. I Like, I looked at the guy instantly. I'm like, yeah, he's a business. Well, that was actually in the same episode you missed. Yeah. He, dude, he came up on felony <laughs> charge busted by the DA like it was a big stink. Ah, yeah. uh, whatever, man. He's a guy. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. He's Hall of Fame. Won a pro tour. But no big deal. He's okay. Yeah. But this, this guy—he guy the rules of the game. He just knows how to manipulate them very well. He is, he is Zach Jesse. He no. didn't break any rules. No, he didn't. You're right. I don't. I don't agree with do this. Yeah. Like, how can you punish I one person who's like, if you want to punish convicted felons that are brought into light, punish them all. I'm not saying you should, but you can't specifically point one person out because his felony charge was different than his. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, look, if you're gonna do the background checks, do them on everyone and make your decision, because mm-hmm. then at that point everyone knows going in whether they mm-hmm. can do this. It's fucked up if somebody, you know, now goes out and spends twenty thousand dollars over five years playing this game and then finally when he gets to the point where he's good enough to make the top eight, and then you say yeah no go away after you've already taken twenty thousand dollars off you that's that's just misleading business practices and like i'm not spouting truth or trying to throw accusations out there but if they were people were afraid of like nervous around zach jesse being at events well patrick chape was convicted of selling illegal drugs Uh, it's it's just a fucked up situation and you know what let's go on I, I'm, I'm tired of talking about this and I'm tired of complaining about it. It's just, it happened. Uh We as a community should stand up and say something, Wizards, and yep. demand more transparency with their bannings because at this point, the game's too big for them just to say, yeah, he's banned, we're not telling why. Tell us why. That way everybody knows what is in bounds and what is out of bounds to get banned. Because yep. right now, I'm not sure. You know, are you gonna go back to my childhood record and pull something up and get me fucking banned from the game? Because that's a possibility, homie. This guy got expelled from high school. Phantom. Right. <laughs> he went hunting with his dad and drove to school with the gun still in his car. He got expelled from, from school because of that. Banned. Yeah, it's just, I mean, 10 plus years ago. Look, if it happened yeah. yesterday, so much easier. I think life. it was like in 2003, 12 years ago. Plus, he does 30 plus hours of community service each week of his own free will. He's taking the like, right steps to rehabilitate. Fucking yeah. let a man rehabilitate. He's a better person than Drew Levin is, regardless of his background. Ooh, yeah, I got that's a special what? message. Wow, but that was later. a good sound like. Right? Oh, I have such a, I have a special message direct, directly towards Drew Levin, but that's coming later in the show. Um, <laughs> but to move off of this, we have tokens announced for uh, Origins. And, uh, nice segue. Yes. There really is no nice segue away are that. Um, we have four of them that basically come from Planeswalkers. And yep. then we have some angel. We have an angel that we've seen before. We have a knight that we've seen before. We have a soldier that I've seen before, a demon that I've seen before, a zombie I've seen before, a goblin I've seen before, hey, the elemental you know? looking. <laughs> and an elf warrior yep. I've seen before. It's a mushroom thing. Did you mention the the thing Uh I'm going to go back to that. And uh, we have right. two Thopters with really cool, like, B-looking arms. Yeah, oh, the Thopters beautiful. Yeah, Thopters. I thought the, I thought S- the one looked like a swag Why yeah. yeah, absolutely cool. Um, but we have an emblem for Jace, and basically the emblem states whenever you cast a spell, target opponent with top five cards in his or her library and his or her graveyard that is sweet. Uh, we have an emblem mm-hmm. as well that goes along with Liliana. Um, I really do like the art on Liliana on this. It looks so lifelike. Uh, but whenever a creature dies, return it to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step. Uh The Chandra emblem, you know, it's her ultimate. At the beginning of your upkeep, this emblem deals three damage to you. So your opponents get these emblems, people. Yes. Um, and then the big one. Ashaya, the Awoken World. So, sweetie. 4-4, uh, Token, Legendary Creature, Elemental. And this is actually not her... Uh her ultimate, like, you can just... This is her minus. Yeah, yeah this her is her minus. It's the bread and butter. Yeah, like, I get a 4-4 four, four every turn that is a legendary creature. And if you don't kill it all dark, I'll do something else with her. I'll draw a card. Right? It's like, either <laughs> yeah. I get a 4-4 or I draw a card, you choose. So it's And the art on this is very Zendikarsh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, there's no better way of uh, putting it There's even a right. kind of drawer again. I, I'm saying ish. But it's ish. All right. Well, okay. Yeah. Because you know, I don't want someone to confuse it to something else. It's ish. Although the face, um, I, I can't see it. Is that the hole? I can. No. Right. What? The face. In the though. hole. Those are like horns on it. Okay. Go down one more rung on the wood. You see a mouth. But I see like five of those. Those these, There's a. It's v. a. Yeah. It's a tree. It is a tree. It's so a it Doran has a mouth. But Angelo, I'm sure this when one, you're holding the token in your hand, Angela, you I can would see, see it where its mouth. Wow. Thank you for that. <laughs> I know. Well, parental well, advisory. <laughs> Let's play the Mr. Mouth game. <laughs> <laughs> Pervert. Okay, so FNM promos coming up. As you know, wow. right now you can get you Path to Exile. Well, it, uh, mouth is I've moved on. Shut up. <laughs> right now you can get a Path to Exile with your FNM, which you know we've announced a while ago. Next month is the uh Sperm Bank Serum Visions. <laughs> awesome! Very, very excited to get that facial. She looks. Oh, so, yeah. Uh The new one announced is in September. We get Orator of Ojitai, which is I guess cool part, yeah. and I have no clue why this is an epic emperor. <laughs> it's a really sweet art because they thought it was I gonna think work. They tried pushing this card. Well, it was supposed to be the next Wall of Omen. Wall of Omen was awesome. This has fun right? So like, if the dragons of the Sea Place. Why isn't this? Right, right, exactly. Because the blue white guy sucks. It's not blue black. And Ojutai should playing for it. She goes somewhere else. It's not blue black. with white just for or anything. No, nothing like that at all. Not like they bribed him or Bomba item or something. But you know, the hardone is amazing, and I look forward to playing it, because one day, all well, wall of them going to work. Yeah, one day. One day. Hey, um, who knows, man? Rotation's come. up. It absolutely is. A little another piece of news uh, for those MTGO players. Um, the Holiday Cube will be returning from July 8th yes. to 22nd, and this is for Yay. the anniversary of Magic Online. Um It is a power cube, so, you know... Like, yes. <laughs> there's power Uh it costs 10 event tickets or 16 phantom points Uh once this is over your phantom points will be converted over to play points and this also marks the end by the time you listen to this of Modern Masters on Magic Online shucks shucks but the real reason everybody tuned in is because this is the episode oh, where wow. we just blindly speculate foot in mouth yeah we're going to put our foot in our mouths um, so Will and I did well last time you did so well, okay. let's have to do just as well. You did okay. I did okay. It wasn't as good as I normally did, but, you know, hey. You he called Anticipate for Standard and Island for Modern. Island was not bad. Island was give not you that. Um, Anticipate saw a lot of play early on, but it's fallen out of favor. So it's like, ah. Like, I was right there, and then it just fell out. Bill oh, and I had dead texture. I have actually had problem. that problem. Uh More of I've entered my middle. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to do our best of. We're going to start in Constructed, and I guess I'll take first pick, because, you know, wow. You're first on the list. I am first on the list, uh, which I make the show notes, so I guess that's not very fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about a quarter, <laughs> Okay, uh, so. My best card for standard, i pick Goblin Piledriver, uh because Goblin, I mean, look, the Goblin deck that just showed up, like, you add this to it, it'll only get stronger for at least three be months. You impact yeah. as hard Do <laughs> you get to the standard with this and uh last year's course set for any time? Yes, for about three, yes, three years. months. Yeah, that's going to be the most insane Goblin deck in any, any year. It's just going to be a... And then once I've met honestly, see, you, you Dragon Fodder and mm-hmm. Hordeley Outburst. Yeah, I mean, I think also, it's... Whoever knows what you get in Origins. Right. Well, since Odyssey, I mean, it's going to be strong. It's going to be a sweet card. I don't know if it's going to hold up as, as for super long term, but like, it's, it's obviously going to be a standing force. You can get a hold out of this immediately open, you're going to make a lot of money, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Will, what did you choose for your best card for standard? You know, I, I also took another red rare two main card. Um, but, uh, it's not the, it's not the goblin. Uh, I saw the, uh, the Abbot of Carol Heat, and I thought that, I mean, like, I don't anticipate, I don't, I don't call this the best of standard, like, the best absolute card for the standard form, I just think this card show up a lot through its time and standard. 2-1 prowess, 2 monk, so, like, it's good in, in the decks that were there and some other stuff. Still, I mean, it's sprinkled right around in a lot of ways. And then, when Abbot of Carol keep in her field, exile the top card of your library until the end of the turn, you get to play that card. So you get a Chandra 0 for the turn, which has proven to be, like, a really, really powerful ability. Uh, like, this gives the red deck gas in late game. It's right on curve. It plays well with your burn spells. It's everything that you want to be. And I think that this card's going to be uh, some that really like, probably uh, even go you know, from modern, modern ways as well I, I stared at this for a while um i was actually considering it myself the one thing that bothers me is like the Chandra ability we know is great but you know you only pay you don't pay mana for that every turn and this you only get to use it once and you already have right. to pay two and that that's the one thing that i'm like ah eh. right. but it's so, like there aren't there are a lot of times when you don't want to play it on curve no doubt yeah like there are just as many times when you have this sweet hand that's like a red deck. man i have a two-land hand it's gonna be great to get a third no problem like when you have this guy to just spike mountain on top it's gonna be incredibly relevant on those turns and mid and late game when you have five land flooded then this guy' is gonna be you know really with MDD status mm-hmm. uh, okay I we'll see um no like, like I don't think he's gonna work for change anything but like we are gonna we're gonna see this guy for the next eight months we're gonna see this guy okay uh Mike what did you choose uh for standard I chose infinite obliteration. Uh, two black and one sorcery, name a creature card, search target opponent's graveyard, hand, and library for any number of cards with that name, and exile them. Then that player shuffles his or her library. Does it get them out of lights? Yes, it exiles them all. Yeah. So the ones that are in play? No. no the ones that are in play stay. Oh. Um, but I chose this card not only for even current, but also post certification once we lose Heroes Downfall, because... This card, sure it's sorcery speed and downfalls instant and can hit a walker, but this doesn't have to have that card in play. Cards like Siege Rhino who get value when they enter, or Dragonlord Ojutai who are hard to kill when they enter because their counter spells has to be tapped. This answers them before they hit, and be- almost always before they can even be protected in case with Ojutai. Because you if you're on the play and play this, they have Negate and I think like one other counterspell from the set that's Syncopate but not Exile. I mean, do you think you can make this card? Um, maybe not right now. Um, maybe once we get a Battle for Zendikar when we lose here is Downfall, because pretty much against any deck, this card is good. Whether it's even against the Mono Red deck, if they don't have a Power Driver down, named Power Driver, it's gone. One of the one cards you had to worry about the most is know, now man. gone. Yeah, I mean, you hit, hit Siege Runner, Dragon I mean, Rogetai, Den Protector, Death Raptor. Yeah, I mean, don't give um, me. A break, I think that Walker. a sideboard card, and we will see it in lists. I like I. I <laughs> It even hits all the new Planeswalkers too. I get that I because do. they are legendary creatures to start with. I just, um, I'm not going to put it in the main deck until someone else does it and wins. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really leery on this card myself. Uh, like, I've, the, I've seen these effects before and it might be or. A one or two in the sideboard like Slaughter Games or, or it's something that, you know, or if it's cheaper it's something that you already had to kill one mm-hmm. to get it into a graveyard. Yeah. Like extra bait. So so the reason extras. why I like this is because the way Standard is now it's very creature heavy. Either it is are playing yeah, a lot but, of creatures. So, but, but you're assuming that stock lists are the only things that you're going to play, and that you're going to oh, by your land base. I and, and yeah, you'll be the lands. You're going to know that they have to try. Yeah, and- but the thing is, they catch you is like when you're quote unquote guessing based on their lands and based on what they played so far is mainly at FNM. When you go to bigger level events, you know that the decks you're going to play against, they're going to be the decks that have proven themselves and gotten results. You know what creature is going to be in that deck. You I almost you know a lot of, lit, a lot of, at least uh, five uh, cards that as a player. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I really don't think it takes that much skill. I'm just going to reveal <laughs> my uh, my my opinion on this. I, I I'm really wary on whether this thing's going to see a lot of play or not. But I mean, if it's good, it's like going, it going to be really good. If it's bad, it's just yeah. going to be bad. And that's kind of one of those eh, I don't know yet type deals. Uh, yeah. What was what was your modern card, Mike? Uh, it was, uh, Days Undoing, or Days of Undoing. What is that? The Time Twister. Okay, what color? Is, like, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Days Undoing is a three-mana sorcery, two and a blue. Each player shuffles his or her hand and in graveyard into his or her library, then draws seven cards. If it's your turn, end this turn. And then, yep. So what's oh, this? Like the, play. Oh, this would be a what great is gonna thing. see play in? Um potentially either Delverdex and, and definitely Affinity, who drops their hand on turn one. Okay. Oh, I can see it in Affinity and I can oh, like that. it. Wow. Good, that's good. man. That's good. Yeah, I've heard good. talk good. of this uh making it into burn. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Burn could also use it. Yeah. If it's between this and Podcast, I take two extra mana for this. I've also heard mm-hmm. a lot of talk about possibly using Quicken to make it work better. Yep. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean uh, a fine like, cantrips the one I'm mana instant parcard when there's not that many great cantrips in modern. No, it's, it's not. It's not terrible, but it's just it's modern. probably the third best cantrip in modern. I at one mana. Because you that's got Sight of Hands, Seer so and Visions. Okay, Jutaxian Pro. My bad. Fourth best. Jutaxian Bureau. It doesn't count at all. Yeah, but it's the best catcher. <laughs> Zero mana, draw card. Okay. Uh, and look the for value. Right. Will, what do you got from water? Oh man, I picked a burn spell. It was easy. i find the name of it. So, playing through this, spoiler yeah, it is available, uh, Fiery Impulse? Yeah, thank you. Fiery Impulse. Uh, it's a one mana red instant that deals two damage to the target creature. Oh, damn it. You I thought it said so player as well? Oh, I fucked up <laughs> so bad. <laughs> We're gonna say that, we'll whiff on this. Um, yep. Yeah, so I picked the, I picked the red card. Damn it, it doesn't hit players, that just, I did the nope. RFC motherfucker. Shit. Uh. We'll finish telling them what it does. Right, so it does to the target creature, and there's a period at the end of the sentence there, which sucks. Uh, but then if you have spell mastery, if there are two or more, of course you yeah, have that thing, it deals damage to that creature instead, which sucks. This is not just a fucking lightning bolts if you're eight. Yeah. No, <laughs> sure isn't. It, it absolutely yeah, That's is. what happens when you try and prepare your show in three hours. Oh well. I mean yeah. I, I stared at this goddamn spoiler case.
1: Just yeah, stare, I stared man.
0: at the uh, pro uh, the uh the Hall of Fame pick case. Yeah, I mean uh, I put in work on the Hall of Fame pick too. Uh I picked Shaman of the Pack. The Pack, yeah. Which is I thought it was green. He's not green? Oh no, he's black. Green. Okay, I remember what he is. He's an elf. Oh yeah, uh, that one. Correct. Um, I believe he is. Uh, let me find it real quick. Yeah, like, no, that's a good pick. Again. I yeah, I really it. believe like he just fits into the yeah no, stack this... in modern and just goes. This is one of <laughs> this is my fireball at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like <laughs> like yeah, to, you already hit off the company. the like, oh man, hey baby, baby. So you have for one a black, black and. a green. You get a three-two, but when Shaman of the Pack enters the battlefield, target opponent loses life equal to the number of Elves you control. And if anyone's wow. ever played Elves, that's a lot. Yeah, collect Elf dog. Yeah, so um, I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Collect company L's. It has like, potential. Um, go. Yeah, it does. No, that's really yeah. good. Ash. Good it has real good potential. I'm worried about like uh I know a lot of the Elves decks are still all in on uh, uh the legendary Elf that gives overrun. Azuri. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know, I I like this it's through over basically just pumping a whole bunch of mana through Nycdos and Heritage Druid and then just pumping four times for lethal. Yeah, I I can see this legitimately seeing play also in Legacy just because of the fact mm-hmm. that Legacy has Deathrite Shaman, so they're already on Black mm-hmm. And it's so easy to well, fit I've, it in know, there. And, and they're are, they're already a slower deck. Like the Legacy Elves, they can if they don't get out of the gate within the first few turns, they tend to build up over the next two or three They have yeah, if you draw millions of car Yeah. They have natural So Will, what was your legacy card? I well, picked Will Angelo what was your legacy card? It's Will Scar to go first. I agree with Angelo. <laughs> and I pick Colin Piledriver. Driver. It's a card that's already in an archetype. It's stable. It's yeah. And like, and this is the hardest, most expensive goblin to get. So it's one of two best goblins, the three best goblins of all time. I had to think about goblins. So Goblin Lackey, probably the best ever. And then you have this guy and uh, CK Yeah. And the fact that it's brought blue is what really makes its home and legacy. Because as we talked earlier, everything's blue. And legacy. Everything's blue. Everything's blue. And I really hope because goblins has kind of fallen out of favor with a lot of people, but I think a lot of it has to do with someone no having a power driver. Act. Yeah, people are running burn instead now. Uh, yeah, but sure. now that people are getting Power driver, like, look, if you get four Power drivers, you now have no excuse not play legacy. Go so so build wastelands and richen Rishon, Yeah, wasteland is like, hey, both. Hey, when we get that wasteland, right? I don't what know import Yeah, one. We're not going to see port yeah. modern modern map But here. it doesn't destroy cool. lands. I have, I have my. Yeah. Okay. So let's see here. Um, who wants to do the first EDH? Well, are you really skipping my legacy? Oh yeah, you skipping got my legacy, legacy pick. Yeah, go ahead, legacy. Yeah, I, uh I did not go with a card that already existed in that format because mm. I felt that was too obvious. Yeah, players. obvious sometimes uh, doesn't like put your foot uh, in your mouth. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I, pick, <laughs> I pick a molten vortex mm-hmm. for one red. It's an enchantment for uh pay red. You discard a land. Deals two damage to our creature, a creature or player. Um, so worse sizing than all yeah. It's easier, a lot easier to cast, and, and sure, and, you can pay a red each time to discard, but you drop it on turn one. Yeah, and I mean, do it. It, it does get it underneath stuff, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't mind this in land sideboard. I think that you also... Either land sideboard or... We're going to tinker with for this. For some reason, Fuel their uh, uh, answers because this does uh, a good job of uh, fueling. I mean, them like, answers. I could see this, uh, in a deck, I could see this uh, against the Miracles match it as maybe being better than sulfur Vortex well like, my thing with the miracles matchup is especially like I really do think miracles is going to switch more to this monastery mentor version and then it's right, just there. if you get yep. days so quick and then once they get down a counterbalance one it is can, but then again the everything else you get your force of yeah, days spell peers what have you you're, you're I mean it's against any, once down it. yeah well I'm just saying like you, you know basically saying against any card that one, I don't know but the thing is like I mean the same thing with Goblin and call drivers can be days very easily yeah but what I'm saying is one drops against counterbalance is quite easily the easiest one for them to hit. Unless oh, we're on the play. Once, once the locker is set up, it is by bad or zero, because. Like, However, if you were on the play, they have a hard time getting rid of this. Uh, they have eight cards. Play on turn one, they can't days. You know, so they yeah, have, that's true. So they well, have to have force. Yeah. So I mean, they like, at that point in time, it's a reasonable time for cards. Like it's, it's worth, it's worth looking at. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate it. I actually think it's worth looking at. And definitely mm-hmm. for the size, where for the loan decks. like it's, mm-hmm. it's probably not as the as size because yeah, all killing them, but uh, again, if trying to sneak under, you know, counters well, that kind of stuff. A lot of the loans I wanted to do is sneak under, like instead of having to spend three mana to have it countered, they spend one mana and then oh look, I countered. Okay, I have two more for life from lore. Yeah, I mean, speed grinding infinite barbarian workings. So yeah, I, I mainly just picked this because I didn't want to pick the obvious choice. if it's good. If it absolutely is, I'd be like. Well, the thing with legacy is it might be a year before we see whether or not it actually makes yeah, it in there. <laughs> it could be, be ten years. It like, might be one year. So. Ten years. Who yeah, knows? Could be all of a sudden uh, the wide scored in twenty twenty two. braced molten vortex in half. Right. Um, so who wants to go first on EDH? I don't care. I would like to because I got to say angel for my last one. Go for it. All right. Well, I picked a, another red card. I picked all red cards, which was really not on purpose. But, uh, I like flame shadow conjurer a lot. Uh I like the cloning effects, and this is a great one to do. So four mana enchantment for a. Non-token creature enters the battlefield of control. You may pay one red. If You do put a token on the battlefield that's a copy of that creature. That token gun haste. exile at the beginning of the next step. And like, man, you play with big, ridiculous, dumb creatures in, uh, EDH a lot. So, getting a HPC yes, flame shadowed version of it, like, oh, I play my titan and instant titan goes on the stack is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I get four, six lands out of titan if it's primeval. Right, Well, I mean, that's. Well, primeval's bad, but. Are there only? You know, great Titan? Oh, yeah. well, last time I checked, it was. Who knows? I haven't been following yeah before. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> fun. And, like, you know, this is... It's easy to pass mana. It's an enchantment effect that's not harmful enough to get whacked immediately. I think you could probably get some mm-hmm. really fun activation with it. Okay. So it might scare some people right away, though. like see, I do this is mess, like, oh, God, what does he have? You know, I don't know. I don't think it's going to table. Okay, Mike, no, what do you got? I picked the Great Aurora. It is uh, a green <laughs> mythic, uh, three green and six sorcery. Each player shuffles all cards from his or her hand and all permanents he or she owns into his or her library, then draws that many cards. Each player may put any number of land cards from his or her hand onto the battlefield. Exile the Great Aurora. Okay. I mean, that's... So, like, you get rid of everything but lands? No, you means? get rid of everything. And then you draw that many cards? Right. So and then lands go back onto the battlefield, right? Yeah. Each time they put, put, put any of the lands in the So this is a green Wrath of God. Yes. It's yeah, that's a termite. My... <laughs> yeah, this is a great EDH This is actually borderline standard label. Especially with like all the mana green decks can make in EDH. It's like, I'm gonna make 122 mana, cast 9. Yeah, if this costs 5, it'd be standard. I say borderline. If it costs like six. Eight, man, eight, eight, eight cards are in eight. there and they're trying to push ramp and it's, man, I don't, I don't I count mean, it's out. it's not hard to break. play this on turn five. Yeah, and then lose all their stuff. Yeah, true, but I'm just saying it's not so hard for them to play it on turn 5. <laughs> I'm going to play this. Oh, wait, I was already... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from winning position to losing position, right? Um, so, I chose Tragic Arrogance, which is 3 and 2 white. I this card a lot. For each player, you choose from among the permanents. That player controls an artifact, a creature, an enchantment, and a planeswalker. Then each player sacrifices all other non-land permanents. He or she controls... This is like a crazy white world world and if there's anything I know <laughs> not even well, it's this. Hey, yeah, yeah. It's like people like crazy uh things like this. Like but reset. Yeah. See, it's like, I think that, man, this is also something that I look to for standards I board, Like you get you you let them keep their worst creature, right? That's how it's They keep their worst creature and then everything else dies. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you they know, get to it's... keep a Planeswalker, and enchantment, and an artifact. That's, I and mean, if they have all those, but you know, you just board it in and get the all creature matchups and all but the worst one. Yeah, huh? and then keep your big dragon. <laughs> it's, not, it's not terrible. No, it's not. But, you know, it, I, the for each player thing makes me go, okay, that's for each. Yeah, absolutely. Multiple it, players. It's a great EH effect, but it is just a uh, fixed cataclysm. It's one more mana more expensive. You know? mm-hmm. uh, I, think, I think it's really good. Okay, like, uh, this this might actually make uh, the Ojutai blue-white deck better because, you know, don't I play the non-dragon on go? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to move into our limited section now. Um... I will go first on the first one, Will will go first on the second one, and Mike will go first on the third one. So, our first one is Best Card in a Booster Draft. Now, this is limited to Uncommon or Common, because we're going to see those more often than anything. Uh, I chose a multicolored card, and I chose Zendikar Incarnate. For two, a red and a green, star four. Zendikar Incarnate's power is equal to the number of lands you control. Uh, this thing can get big in a hurry. Yeah, I, I would love to pick any of the multicolored homens, for, for sure. Yeah, this is the one that I, kind of suits me. I've been playing green-red, it seems like, for a while, so, like, that's the one I'm going to use a lot, and it looks like it could be... You know, you figure when you play it, he's probably going to be a 4-4. Yeah, yeah, for and, like... Yeah, because he's 4 mana to cost him, right? Yeah, so, so I mean, he, might be, three four, four, yeah, he might be a 3-4. He might be a 3-4, but when he's attacking, fine, Right, he'll, he'll be out. a 4-4 when he's attacking, and he's only going to grow from there. And, you know what, a 4-4 for 4s... Uh, a pretty good rate. Yeah. And it has upside, so why not? Uh, let's see. Will, what is yours? I picked Unholy Hunger. Uh this is a card that I know I'm gonna draft a whole lot. Of. I don't mind getting it as a fit common. Uh three black black instant destroy target creature. Great. Uh oh wait, there's more actually, so it's not only terrible. If there are two or more instant cards in your sorcery uh sorry, uh, spell mastery, uh you gain two life. So yeah. like kill your guy, you gain a little bit of life. It's unconditional removal at instant speed and that you know, a good way to win draft I think. That's becoming about the standard dude. Like, yep. you know, a five mana destroy target creature card is just gonna see play. Yep. Uh, uh so Mike, what did you choose? Uh I picked a Whirler Rogue. It is a two two human rogue artificier for two and two blue. Uh when it enters you get two one one colourless stopter artifact creature tokens for flying. And you can tap two untapped artifacts you control. Target creature can't be blocked this turn. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, this is going to be a very fun draft format. I've no doubt. Mm-hmm. It is like, it felt a lot like Modern Masters did whenever they, whenever I looked at it, you know, the fact that there's the two, or ten different two color pairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really looks well put together for a draft and I'm really looking forward to, you know, sitting down and cracking some packs of this to play drafts. Uh, well, mm-hmm. our next subject, or our next category, I'm sorry, is basically when you're sitting down to draft, this is the first time we've done this one, but this is when I get asked a lot, and uh, it's pack one, pick one. What card do you want to see most? Will, what you got? Uh You know, I look through the spoiler a lot. I'm trying to find super crazy bombs, and, like, there are bombs. You know, there's definitely big crazy creatures and all that stuff, but, you know, I'm the kind of guy, I just like to be able to make stuff die. So the fireball in this set is actually pretty good, and it is called Rabbiting Blaze. Mm-hmm. So X red and maybe another red also on top of that. red red X. Yeah, sure is two reds. Uh, I get to deal X damage to target creature and if I'm a spellmaster, which I will be, I promise. I also get to deal that much damage to that creature's controller. So fireball your creature and you through it. So kill target creature and player and player. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know this is where you want to go. So C- So like you know for and it's uncommon as well. So I, I'm not the guy to open crazy rares all the time. This is something that I can hope for and maybe get it. Yeah, it'd be an Uncommon's kind of push. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy pushed Uncommon. Like, I mean, I think that this is going to win a lot of draft games. Yeah, I think so. Uh So, okay. Mike, if you're sitting uh, down, pack one, pick one, what card do you want to see in your pack every single time if things were perfect? If things were perfect and every single time I sit down for draft, pack one, pick one, I would want Kithion's Irregulars. It oh, is yeah, a 4-3 oh, yeah. <laughs> three, three for 2 and 2 white with renowned 1. So when he you hits your opponent, it becomes a 5-4. And for 2 white, you may tap a creature. So, oh look, you have a big bomb. Tap it. Oh, here, you have one creature. I will make myself renowned. If <laughs> <laughs> you have 2 you creatures, tap, tap. It with one creature. Because he costs double white, you can always tap at least one creature every turn. Yeah, this card going to win a lot of drafts. Uh, good choice on this bike. I'm not going to say anything bad about your choice on that one because that will is pretty damn near spot on that's a great choice i hope to open them as well no doubt um but my pick was going to be uh let me see animist or sort of animist that's great um and the thing is it's one it's stupid for two and two to equip uh equip creature gets plus one plus one that's pretty good in low. it's fine whenever equipped Creature attacks, you may search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield tab, and shuffle oh, the library. Man, that's good. That's nuts. That's and terrific. then, you put on top of it the fact that pack one, pick one, I don't mind keeping myself open to see what mm-hmm. I'm getting past, and it's like, this is like the perfect open, Especially with go. all those good gold cards? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if I go, okay, I crack this, and then they pass me something, you know, really <laughs> good in white, yeah. okay, I'm in white. <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's <laughs> car and car, you're in the, the green red you're know, not a problem. Yeah, so like, I got plus Zendikar and Karnet, you keep getting bigger with each oh attack. Oh god, that's just... Yeah, I'll be doing that. I will be doing that, I promise <laughs> you. Uh, but yeah, it's you just... You leave picks together. It's just one of those... Cards that uh oh man, I don't no, like saying Great away. card, great great card for sure. Pick this one but it allows you to get any spending you get it's good on on your early drops. It's a great card. Absolutely is. Now uh our last limited uh category is going to be sealed cards. So this is rare or worse, no mythics. Um even though we could've choose mythics for fucking the uh pack one pick. Re-release. None of us did. Uh, one, <laughs> I mean the mythics fine, but nothing jumped out as like gonna win me game without any trouble. Right. No. So, Mike, what did you choose for the card you want to see six of when you crack your fucking sealed? Oh card? my god! If I got six Wait, of my I pick. Say six of. Okay. Um, <laughs> I chose Stopter Sky Network. That's right. A for a two fun. and two blue, you get an enchantment. Beginning of your upkeep, if you control an artifact, you get a one-one colorless Stopter artifact creature token with flying. Whenever one or more artifact creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, draw a card. Ooh, and with all the artifact support... It doesn't specify on token artifacts, so thopters make more thopters? Yep. 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 Wow. Thopters make thopters and draw cards. And with all of the common and uncommon ways to make thopters, yeah. seal, you're Very going simple. to get cards to make them. As well as the land that uh, makes thopters as well. Mike, the one like this, thing I would caution, caution you, the one thing I would caution you on is saying "in sealed" you're going to. you no. <laughs> well, there's <laughs> highly <likely. laughs> you're highly likely, but going to is a strong word for sealed okay. because you never you know what's in the past. Like to see it, Something at yeah. least a very decent number of creatures that make art. Uh, yeah, you got a weird. real chance of being a good deck. And there if are there's yeah. also yeah. a bit of other Dex artists of in the set as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just you know warning you on that one because I've had decks where I opened eight of a color. And it's like, yeah, well <laughs> I'm kinda screwed. <laughs> That's why it's spread out over red and blue True. Cheese. True. Plus uh, you also have a lot of decent artifact creatures and other artifacts in the set, so fair, fair. Um I chose and you know, this shouldn't shock anybody because ah! about it big time last week. Because it's just stupid and absurd, and I want right. six of them every time. So it's a really good living pick out of the, the field for the rest of us. Dude, know, you can choose whatever you choose. I know, but I don't want to just mimic you, man. Yeah, dude. but look, I want Outland Colossus. I want as many of them as I can possibly get. There is no better five drop in this set. This they killed you, up the- <laughs> right? Like, 6-6. Six, Knocked six. regulars. 6-6 yeah. six, six for five. Yeah, but you can tap him. I don't, do, I don't know. 6-6 six, six for five. Renowned six. Uh, Outland Colossus can't be blocked by more than one. One creature. It just I want to open these. I I want to I want these to be in my seal bowl. I think they're going to cause problems for people in this game. Yeah. <laughs> Will what'd you choose? I want six Thunderclap liver. Uh, two, white, blue, flash, my Uh, flying, two, three, other creatures I control with flying get plus one, plus one. Like, man, does this build out the blue, white, flyer's archetype exactly how you want it to do? Uh, I mean, it's flash, the a flyer, it, it's gonna block and kill things, it's gonna make your guys bigger, win the race, just everything you want. So, this comes, this is a Chlamydia wyvern from a store of cottage. Yeah, definitely giving them the clap. Yeah. <laughs> Other creatures you control flying get plus one, plus one. That's Other really creatures good. I control get the clap. Yeah, I know. Isn't it great It's just like Lord for Flying? And it's a two, three flash or four. And all those softer tokens, I mean, they have flying. Yeah. it's yeah, true. So I think it's becomes a two slot with hoppers. I mean, and blue runs plenty of hoppers, so no, that's strong. That's solid. Especially with I like that Oh, no, we should work together. And if there's <laughs> one thing I've learned, Will, um, you're going to open. <laughs> I'm gonna open or to or open no something doubt. that produces authors, right? Uh, so now we're going to move to the potpourri section, and this is where we do our uh, stupid things. Um, we're going to start, Mike. I'm going to let you start this one. What is the best art in a set in your eyes? And this is completely subjective, so none of us are wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> for me, I chose. <laughs> I chose. It was one of the first artworks they released. Actually, it was the first oh, artwork they released top, for this top, set. Bad sound. Yeah, you like cut out for like a minute, and then you come back at yourself. Dude, oh, the sounds I a little better now. The last, uh, you know, Is, it better better Is it better now? I'm talking better now. Saying words. Okay, continue on. What did you choose? Are we cutting this out or no? We'll just no, just going. go. <laughs> okay, um, I haven't I cut out Will and he sound like hell for the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I chose uh, Liliana, Defiant Necromancer, one of the first, it, well, the first piece of artwork they spoiled along with her other half, Heretical Healer. But um, you specifically like the Defiant Necromancer version, the sad yes, side. specifically the painful okay. side. Okay. Um, I just really like the artwork, um, how they have the zombies trying to claw at her while she's just walking through a whole bunch of corpses with, you can kind of make out like ruins in the background with ash and uh, embers. Yeah. I just really like the artwork. Yeah, um, and because it's Demp, so... you ever want to walk through a pile of zombies with Ash and Ember behind you? Um, no, I have not, and I don't plan on doing it anytime but soon. you control, definitely, you definitely control not the zombies Definitely that outfit either. No, I, I could not pull that <laughs> off. But, <laughs> maybe, you wanna, well, I think you could pull that outfit off, off. I might be oh, able nah. to. If there was a cake, you K- control K- the zombies. Remember that. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I yeah, I, I'm good. Uh, since it's really easy to get to, Will, what was your choice? Uh, I continued my subcategory of this, which is what would be the best cover of a heavy metal album, and I chose <laughs> Cobb Waltz, which has not changed at all. But no, it is the same exact amazing art that was on the card originally. I think it's a mirage. But it's just like two bloody zombies dancing with each other in very contorted positions. At the bottom of a well. Like yeah, years. at the bottom of a well in a pool of blood. I mean, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it is metal. I ain't gonna like, lie. Should, like, just, like, whatever your band's name is on a t-shirt with this, done. Right. Um, I'm gonna continue my theme. I usually find the creepiest thing I can find. And uh, Blessed Spirits fit that for me. Dead children. Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's flavor text. So (laughs) so, and it looks good. Like even though they're ghosts, they look very lifelike. Uh, It's well put Mm -hmm. together from Anna Steinbauer. Um, And great piece of art in my eyes. I know other people are like it's creepy. I don't like it. Well, it is kind of creepy, dude. You know what? Art is completely in the eyes of the beholder.
1: Read that flavor pants. text
0: and try not to cry out. Try not to tear up by reading that flavor text on it. Oh, I can do it. No problem, bro. I know you can, Angela. Not all heroes die in armor. That's right. Sometimes children die. Children die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they benefit when you play a chance. Right. <laughs> uh, well. Favorite card for literally any reason whatsoever, and I'm dying to hear what your reason is. So after Spy Network, yeah, because it's an amazing. Like, I I really like drawing cards. I like creatures packing It does literally everything I want to do. It makes it fun, guys. Plus, I think it'd be a cool place to hang out. Like, there is nothing that I do not like about this card. The only thing that would make it any better if it, it would only cost blue, blue. If only. <laughs> no. That'd be way over. <laughs> I know, man. No, I. Like... Really. Oh jeez. Yeah. Way. Or, it Dude, are you kidding I me? That'd be <laughs> Oh, yeah, I draw five bars. Hey, look, Jeez. I get another artifact. Yeah, yeah. that would be very dangerous. Could you imagine if it was two blue and it was in fucking legacy or right. not legacy but vintage? Oh my god, would be fun. Oh yeah, in vintage, great. You always have artifact turn one, top the foundry, drawing cards forever. Oh my god, I don't even want to. Ah, that's that's horrendous, dude. Why would you do that to somebody? Like in vintage. Oh uh, fuck. So I chose Zendikar's Royal. Um, because, you know, let's just continue with my, uh, plan of just choosing every green card. No. <laughs> it's every true. card from Zendikar. Right? Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, I love Zendikar. That, that, I will not lie, but, uh, three and six. Which is, is fair. It is a very awesome blade. It, it was a great set. Uh, whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, put a two to your green elemental creature token onto the battlefield. A uh, duh. Uh, one of the rooms. I played, so let me, let me hook that up again with my, uh, Zendikar thing in Limited and my, my incarnate Zendikar or and it. my sword. <laughs> and my one gets bigger and I get a 2-2. <laughs> it's just such a cool card. It's like, in original Zendikar there's Haro. Like, could you imagine combining <laughs> Haro with this? Like, oh, jeez. Oh, lands in three two-twos? No problem. <laughs> I've been insane during that format. Oh, uh, so like that was, I, I really just, it, it's the type of, uh, Design that I appreciate. Uh Mike, what did you choose for favorite card? Any reason? Goblin pile Rider. It's a good answer. It's a, it's a good That's... answer. Um what is your reason though? Just because um, it's red and it's good? No, i, I, I kinda of of like momentum. Goblin. Uh those the first legacy deck I tried to look into was like Goblin. mm mm-hmm. And, I don't, like, I just like Goblin Power Driver because, well, Goblin Lacky's not in the set, so I can't choose it, though so. <laughs> Seems like a pretty good reason. <laughs> so, Goblin Lacky's not here, but this is, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, uh, potpourri subject is, uh, pre-release choice. And I will go first on this one, I suppose. And mine's pre- mine is already, uh, reserved for me. I am gonna go green. I, uh, if you've listened to my picks at this point, it shouldn't shock. Oh, is this what um, I'm supposed to be playing at the pre-release? Yeah, what pre-release can oh, okay. choose? Yeah, uh, well, oh. by your boss um mike what did you choose i chose white okay uh, why you know go with the it. Okay. um i just really to make like is one of the strongest uh sealed archetypes mm-hmm. and draft archetypes in general and it has a solid foothold in white along with green um mainly i just wanted to try to stick to renowned and it is more of a white mechanic and i feel like they have a lot of solid creatures with some decent removals and they're like looking at their rares there's a lot of good rares in white as well that I would like to play. Okay, all right. Whether it's uh, Kithyon's Regulars or Tragic Arrogance. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Will, what'd you choose? I'm, I mean, I'm gonna play blue. Don't get yourself. Yeah. Uh, I know. I'm looking. I'm saying like it says red. Well, okay, like, so I know Will. On red. Like, I how they say it's so blue nowadays. I think, I think the best eye choice is red. I'm like looking at the spoiler. I just think the red card best. But I'm gonna play blue because I like all of the different blue decks that I get to make. There like, you go, Will. Blue, blue flyers. I like the blue uh graveyard deck. I like the blue ramp deck, and I like the blue Thopter deck. They're all sweet. Okay, uh, so, Will. Look at Yeah, name. he did. So best walker is the next. Next subject, and look. One in six boxes. Girl can go i I'm going to do this one. Um, okay. One in six boxes at our pre-release is going 100%. to have a planeswalker in it. Wait, is going to? Yes. 100%. That's if you open six, announced. you will gu- guarantee the planeswalker. That's what they announced. If you open six of a color, you're going to get a planeswalker. I Remember, pre-seas are never set in stone. Yeah, that's what they said. One in six. Um, I want Anissa. You said guaranteed. I think Anissa is the Why best. Why do you want Anissa? I think she's the best planeswalker. As down, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, just planeswalker side is just so good. Yeah, you need seven lands to activate it. You do, and then that doesn't seem like a problem. I don't think she's as good as like. When well, she well, enters the battlefield, you get to go get a land, okay? Yep. Well, yeah, I already have seven, I don't need a land. <laughs> no, 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 when you pass her for three. Uh, yeah, I get that. When she gets to seven, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're in green, you're ramping. You have uh-huh. creatures like Corsair to get to that. Right? right. And then you have like, the, once she flips, she's absurd. I draw one card a turn. Hey, hey, I, a, I, I only have... Tarkus demands hidden mode of putting a land into play. I just, like, there's only, there's three starting loyalty, which not huge for us turn seven. Plus know, one, draw a card or get a turn free five. Land. On Minus, I I just think it's really good, dude. I think it's going to see a lot of light. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It just seems <laughs> just like a, a lot. i do be impressed. Like okay, so basically, like a turn seven playing blocker with the what with the last blue black or uh, black green like Elspeth, like this isn't Elspeth, like no way is this Elspeth. Like if you get to minus seven, or the game's over. Oh no doubt. Well, yeah, like, but you can't cast Elspeth on turn three if you need it. To, yeah, you know, like Locked no doubt. It's just, and just the deck. mana ramp aspect of it, very very good. But I mean, like I don't know. My thing is, like I really like the two two for mm-hmm. three who go. The you know. The Borderland Ranger effect. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I really like that that effect. And and that makes it playable, in my eyes, just because it's a Borderland Ranger. And then, you know, you do have this insane upside. Where, Where if it's split, it it's like, wait, I get to reveal, of, you know, I get to draw a card, card every turn, or, or get a right, or get the 4-4, and then like you said, if you ever negative it for 7, the game's yeah, over. Minus seven, and then what's her ultimate again? Uh, seven. untap up to 6 target lands, they become 6-6 six, six elemental creatures that are still lands. So yes, yeah, they can you swing. You so. Yeah. But, like, I mean, it's, I, I don't know, it's seven a lot. You're, like, you're right, the Borderland Ranger of effect is amazing. Yeah, that, that's the biggest part of it to me. Like, uh, yeah, but like, that's the creature side of it, though. Yeah, uh-huh. but I don't know how often, until I see them play out, I don't know how often these things are always going to play out. Yeah. So, until easy. I see that, it, you know, right now I'm looking at it going, I know for a fact Nyssa is extremely playable. You also chose a very uh, playable one, Will, yeah. which is... The uh, with you, Will Gideon? Is yes. Okay, Titheon. So, Hero of... Yeah. Right. So like, I picked this guy because I think he's the most likely to flip. He's, uh, uh, Ismaru or whatever. He's a, uh, Savannah Lions. 2-1 one for one, for one white. He's legendary. At the end of combat, uh, if he and at least two other creatures attack, so he is in battalion, to survive combat, uh, he gets flipped. Which I think is great. I think this guy's gonna also... Mike, final. let him stop talking. Let him finish talking, dude. <laughs> uh, right, right. For three mana, I can also give him Indestructible as well. So I can play him on turn one, play two more one drops on turn two, and on turn three, I can make him Indestructible and reliably him, Yeah, I just think is extremely good. And then when he's flipped, he's pretty fucking good. He's like, plus two, up to one target creature and opponent controls, attacks Gideon Battleforge during the controller's neck turn at Abel. Uh, so taunts. And then plus one, he has two different pluses and when, generally when planeswalkers have two different pluses, they're very good, i.e. also. Uh, and so your next turn, target creature gains indestructible, untap that creature, great blocker. And then finally, zero, until end of turn, uh, he becomes a 4-4 human soldier with indestructible, still planeswalker and all damage would be dealt to him. So just like attacks really reliably as a 4-4 as well, you know, like the, the idea that you can make a Githeon on turn 1, turn him into Gith- Gideon on turn 3, have him die sometime, and then reliably, or maybe somewhat reliably, make a second Githeon into Gideon is a thing. I like him. Yeah, and he's the first planeswalker, you have no negatives. Yep. Oh, wow. That's true. Yep. So, I mean, when he's flipped, he's yeah. he's all plus. Yeah, I feel like this guy's going to kill me a lot. I'm going to be Mike, you chose... I chose Nissa as well. Okay, so we've been over the reasons for that, so I'm going to let you start yep. the last one because you didn't really get to choose on this one. Well, you didn't get to talk about it, really, because it was the same ah. as me. Um, yep. But what is your worst card in the set? Ooh, this is the, this is card the hardest set. subject. This is I, this I, won the last
1: I won What was last your pick one last
0: one? time? resupply, six mana, gain sick life draw card. So I've actually seen people play like that. Why? Do you play enough magic online if you play true. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that actually see play. It's like wow. This set was a lot harder to choose worst card, because there was no clear standout card that was like. Oh uh, that's because you didn't see my card. It was hidden behind other cards. Yeah, I think my <laughs> <laughs> Um I chose uh Nivik's barrier to be the worst card in this set. It is a zero four for four mana with flash and defender. When it enters the battlefield, target attacking creature gets negative four, negative zero until end of turn to like, say i will be playing this. i will never main deck this card unless my draft just went i will never main deck this card either but i will sideboard card i will play this card i can just see me playing this card in like a dartly blue black deck sure. the lane. Yes, I can see sideboarding this against like the renown deck but oh it's really good against renown deck it shrinks one creature and then blocks, blocks another, another? Yeah, but it's from then on it's just a zero four blocker shucks. that's it yeah but sure. if it gets me to my owl <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna main deck it. You're right. But, never. Okay. I mean, like, it's, it's not, uh, it's, it's not a 100% unplayable. It's like 94% unplayable. I don't think hey, there's any card might... in this set that's 100% unplayable. Oh, my card is 100% unplayable. Well, I've seen think... your card. I think it's that unplayable. Realistically, these sets are getting a lot harder every time we do this. It's, it's true. It's absolutely mm. true. So that's a good saying for, uh, magic in general. But Will, what did you choose? I chose Ring of Amazing Durtleness. Uh, its name is Prismatic ring? Prism. Ring. Prism ring. Mm-hmm. It's a one mana artifact. And uh yeah, it's an artifact, so in this set that alone gives it a tricky value. value already good. Already making top, right? Killing it. Like, like <laughs> loving it. One mana. Sit there and do nothing. Uh, I and get to turn choose a one color. Turn this? Turn to the buy network That's the right. same reason we <laughs> would move. be a bit. <laughs> 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 As Prism Ring enters the battlefield, I get to choose a color, which even makes me track something. Uh, and then whenever I cast a spell of the chosen color, I get to gain one whole life. Ooh. So, dude, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm going to Dragon Tears. Alright, so, so best possible, best possible scenario is I turn one this okay and then in a red map, I, I, I can' I'm, I'm playing like future. eight ten twelve 12 cells in the game yeah I mean that's sweet I gained 12 life wonderful uh, you know what's sad like I've seen cards similar to this like, Angel's Feathers actually see yeah, play well, yeah. against and specific I, decks in modern. And I play Dragon's tier in, when I, you know, in, in against red decks, but that tracks this your is a, you're playing the spell. It's this this almost strictly game. better Dragon Claw. It's not though, because it, it's me playing the spell, and like, it, it's, only, it's good on, only good on turn one. If I draw it at any point in time after turn one, it is will If back. you're playing Burn? No, it's not that bad. You can I, still play the Burn I, spell? Up. No, bro, man, play as many of these as you want against me. Please play a <laughs> deck seven. <that's simply laughs> I didn't play yeah. like Burn. Give them you. Jesus. <laughs> this is so hey, terrible. they make poppers, will That's all. That else. That's yeah. You're right. They they make th- you know, I was rather interested. One mana is like artifact. I would rather play a zero mana artifact that said nothing on it than this. <laughs> I play a mana artifact that said nothing. There's on also it. that uncommon who deals damage when it enters equal number of artifacts you control. Again, that's just make that. This is bad one. Uh, So, I chose a card that I know will see no sideboard play whatsoever in any construct format, Um, and I'm pretty sure that it's only going to see play in very niche, limited uh, sideboards, and that is Dreadwaters. For three and a blue. I think really only the people who know what's happening are going to play it. (laughs) And why wouldn't you play a Nissa Control and I can stand over this? Because I wouldn't. Uh, Target player puts the top X cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard where X is the number of lands you control. And look, don't get me wrong, if you open up five of these like in your will go for it. <laughs> I would plan play, this, no doubt. Go for it. But realistically, like you need a lot of these to make them good, or you're going to use them in, in like a blue black deck playing against another blue black deck where you know the game is going to go really long and you're going to use this as a fireball to end the game, except you're going to yeah. kill them with his cards And like yeah. those are the only times I ever see this being played and that's going to be a sideboard plan at best. Hey, at least the one you pick can kill someone. Will and I pick things that can't kill people. Will's absolutely cannot <laughs> kill anybody. <laughs> Well, (laughs) the fopters can Well, the uh, Uncommon deals damage equal number of artifacts you control. That essentially is dealing a damage. Nivix Barrier, there's been cards in the past where, you know... But there's not in this set. But but, But there's not in this set or in Standard. But there are modern. modern And there, you know, like I mean, dude, really, this card it's is nowhere terrible. close to modern playable. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying there are cards that let things with defender attack, and Again, it there's technically... cards like Harrow, Rampant Growth, and, Ex- and Exploration, and Explorer. Yeah, I mean, Dreadwaters, you have infinite lands in play, just yeah. win your opponent, and... four mana, win the game. Did you ever played that like play? Harv in Dreadwaters should be pretty, pretty. Cool. Will, would you play a card that said four mana, you win the game on your opponent's next draw step? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, it's, it's on look. turn four. Uh, I am one of the guys who is going to be playing Dreadwater waters more than others because I am going to be playing a lot of Grindy Blue Black Mirrors but like and I actually end saved the game in my pre-release playing this one, but but uh, it's not good I think we, we all picked it's her not part. horrible it's it's I mean it, <laughs> dude, it's it's niche situation where I could just fall. Mine's the worst but you guys did okay at being bad too okay so <laughs> <laughs> the disappointing part is two of these three are blue I know that sucks <laughs> uh, but hey we're going to take a quick break and we'll return in a few moments Pittance podcast is brought to you this week and every week by the Brainstorm Brewery. Okay, so we're back. Um, well, because this week uh, was so much news and so many things, we did not do a listener question. We'll bring that back next week, no problem. Um, but Mike, what the hell have you been up to, man? Work, just work mainly. Uh, I've been trying to squeeze Dude, your life in a lot sucks, of the magic successfully. So know that. <laughs> I know it does. It's so uneventful, and I. That's why I like when we go to GPS. I actually live. But no, uh, just been working a lot lately. I mean, it was 4th of July weekend this past weekend, so we were pretty swamped, so I had quite a decent amount of hours just Saturday and Sunday alone. Um, been picking up shifts here and there, trying to get a full week. Um, I've been playing Modern on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, though. Um... Really enjoying that. Uh, still just playing Xbox every once in a while when I can. Mainly just work though. That's my life sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. You Let's to go to Will, who time. probably has a more interesting life. I would hope so. Well, what you been up to? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, in I've been doing my own version of work in a lot of ways. I've been uh cleaning those, uh, kitchen equipment. Cleaning, collecting kitchen equipment at least three days in the last week, which is really awful. I got like super yelled at last week. For, um, so the other reason I'm cleaning it this early is because the guy whose place I'm storing it at like bitched at me because it smells and then I cleaned it all and he bitched at me that I made a mess in his back driveway uh, and he just said that I should have just <laughs> left it uncleaned right which made no sense to me whatsoever so I'm content so I like have been doing that which is kind of stressful and um, like I went and looked at my restaurant space this last week that we're planning on making a bid at and that's extremely intimidating because there's a lot of work and uh so well, an amount of money that's pretty daunting for me to think about but hopefully my family's going to be very generous like my business plan depends on them being <laughs> and uh <laughs> and, um, well just turn into the pittance in, community you know yeah so um but like i've been just kind of really overwhelmed with the task i'm about to undertake and i'm starting to undertake it i guess which is you know scary on a lighter note, I found out that you can play Hearthstone on smartphones. Yeah, you can. Yep. Yeah, so I gr- I've been grinding. Oh Christ! We're through... we gonna re- turn this show into a Hearthstone show. No, no. <laughs> I, just, I just I've been playing for well, two days, and I'm not allowed that. I'm no, I will till, not. You know, I'm back. I'm back up to level eleven, which is good. So this is like I, the one game I don't even want to talk about on this show. Oh, it's sweet. It's super fun. Uh, and I, like, it's on my phone. If, if they had Magic Online on my phone, I would spend so much money. I know, but you know, still <laughs> that. They don't. Until that time comes. I will, uh, you know. So that's what I've been doing. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm excited for the pre-release. I'm going to play yeah. some magic and I, I booked a team for Green Grand Prix Detroit. Me? I, yes. uh, so I will be attending that and, um. Care to share who's on your team? No, I don't. I'm absolutely leaving it a mystery. Ooh, secretive. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's not going to be two, uh, drug dealers on the side that you're going to give them 20 bucks, right? No, I don't have that kind of energy that I could coach three games for the whole tournament, I can't even, you know, i crap out on my own. <laughs> and it's not modern masters where it might be value town, yeah, just open no. that many packs. No, so, um, <laughs> I am, I am pretty excited, I think, that, I think that team, whatever the fuck our name is, is going to be pretty sweet, so um, yeah, that's been my week in a nutshell. What, what about you, Angelo? Yeah, I was going to say I asked you months ago to be on my team, and he was like, "I'm going to be in the woods."
1: So I, I well, I'm, I'm
0: sorry. I know that, and <laughs> I and I apologize, which is great. Now we now we have Team A and Team B. Sweet. Uh, yeah. So, like, let's see, uh, what it's fly- not. I mean, it's no no slight to you whatsoever. I assure you. I mean, like, I didn't even recall the the team Grand Prix until you guys mentioned it last week. So um I got to play some MTGO this week. That was fun. Awesome. Um do some drafts? Yeah, I got mm-hmm. a couple drafts. Um it's amazing how you can draft like the worst deck in the world and then you see a Citizel siege turn through pack three and you're like, hey, I can at least do I can at least get two wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it just works out every time like that. Uh but um I am going to pre-release this week. Uh small announcement there. Um I'm not going to be commentating this one. The stream will be live, mm-hmm. but uh there was uh Headset issues or mic issues or something. They had to send some parts back. So we will not have commentary for this. So i but on the bright side, I get my chords. So that's awesome. In the future, I assume I'm not going to get do this any, for pre-releases. So I'm happy about that. Um, Saturday, uh, <laughs> I got really drunk. <laughs> oh huh. yeah. Fourth awesome oh, yeah, of July was this weekend. Yeah. I yeah. woke so, up I'm very drunk. I did my follow my face thing by mid-afternoon as always. Oh, see, I didn't quite do that. Uh, I woke up at five, uh, like 4.30 a.m. I took my wife to work. I come back home. I turned on a wrestling event in Japan uh, And I started drinking So I started drinking by like 5.30 a good 7. day God damn <laughs> you're killing it dude. I quit drinking at like 12 uh, a.m. So like midnight <laughs> <laughs> And in You're about well, five like, hours shy of a full day of drinking. Yeah, in the middle there. I mean, there was a couple of times where I was like, I got to go cut grass so I could stop drinking, day, right? <laughs> but all that did, did the grass like, turn out great. Yeah, it did. But all, all that ended okay. up doing was like making me thirsty. So <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like you, I quit drinking for an hour, but then I slammed two immediately. So I was like, ah, I don't know how well that worked out. Uh, but after that, like my neighbor uh, in the state of PA, it's illegal to shoot off fireworks that go into the air. However, my neighbor is licensed to do said. So he bought, like, 800 orders. Um, wow. Yeah, and so, like, a few of us were out there with him, and, you know, the whole neighborhood was watching, obviously. And, like, somebody down the block was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Because we live off, like, 36 at once. <laughs> <laughs> and are actually trying to legalize it without having to have a permit with that. Yeah, they're trying. Uh, but, you know, we uh we went bonkers with these things, just fucking lighting the things off. But we, we made sure to quit right <laughs> at 11 o'clock nice yeah yeah, that's good let everyone go to bed. yeah because that's when they will start really saying something around here they're like look it's 11 time to quit you know for the most part they leave you be on the fourth if you do it on the fifth the fucking police come flying (laughs) but so we quit right at 11 o'clock we lit off everything we could between dark and 11 so for two hours we went fucking bananas we had uh uh, we built up so much carbon in some of the tubes because you keep reloading the mortars into the tubes, mm-hmm. that a few of them were getting stuck at the end. That's awesome. So tubes were just mm-hmm. exploding everywhere and it was just oh, fucking wonderful. That's, that's not as good. No, but dude, it was a good time. It really was. Nobody got hurt. Uh, we had a good time. We were very safe about it. Um, just, you know, things are going to happen with fireworks. So, you know, we, we didn't anticipate that the tubes that he had bought wouldn't be enough to fire off all. Of, so, but we were already talking about next year, me and him going to get some schedule 40 and duct tape. And we're gonna build, uh, some setups so we can like make rigs to where we can get like a hundred on fire off <laughs> once. Oh. <laughs> Only one hundred, dream bigger. Sounds, sounds Dude. reasonable. Mortars are expensive. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I mean, fireworks in general are a waste of money. Literally you're blowing up your cash. <laughs> if there wasn't so many kids around, we wouldn't do it at all, but you know, a hundred of them at once is a pretty good finale. You show me a city that does that well. Cause these aren't the little mortars we're like. No, 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 Well, I mean, it's tough. You know, being from Western Pennsylvania, we actually live from the firework, like capital of the world. Uh, Zambelli Fireworks is the largest production, so. Yeah. And we're not mm-hmm. allowed to shoot offers. So. It's really, it's really nice yeah, it's to funny. be able to get a hold of that stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, we went bananas and that was fun. And then after that was over, I came inside. I think I might have stayed up for like another hour or so, finished <laughs> off the beer that I had. And then, uh, it was Sunday before I knew it. <laughs> it was Sunday morning. I was like, oh, what? Uh, so yeah, like that was, I don't know, that was a good day over the weekend. Aside from that, I've been, you know, as always working my dick in the because that's what I like to do. Not really. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Will, do you got any uh, shout outs? Man, I'm bad at the shout out game again this week. Um Hey, if people haven't heard 'em, you don't have to give them. You know, I just actually uh shout out to Puff and Kara definitely for and also the camp or uh John Kemp for putting on a wonderful Fourth of July party and getting me extremely drunk uh thing. Yeah, uh we played this game with a frisbee. Well shout out to this game, whatever it's called, with a frisbee where you 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 right you have like two sticks in the ground with, with plastic cups on the sticks it's and called it's like frisbee golf no no and there's oh. like an upright that it makes the two sticks and you throw your frisbee at your opponent's side trying to get it through the uprights without touching oh which okay is pretty hard or uh that's what you score three points that way or if you hit the stick and knock the cup off it's a point i thought but, you, meant you had to stick it into the cup that's why i was like it's frisbee no 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 <laughs> i played frisbee golf this one is like so you're trying to knock off their cups and then the defending team has a chance to catch the cup before it hits the ground so so if you catch the cup, you steal the point. So it, it's pretty fun. It's a sweet game and you have to play while getting drunk. So this is like one of the backyard <laughs> games, like ladder golf or. Yeah, like exactly. Just like one of those, like one, of those one of your, another, um, uh, horseshoes variant. Yeah, it cool. fun. How many fell over trying to catch this stuff? A lot. But, uh, actually I saw a person do, uh, a double somersault without spilling beer. Pretty impressive. That is impressive. Yeah. Shout out to that person ever. Yeah, knows. it was, it was Gunther. Shout out to Gunther. Sweet. Uh, so and that's, so that's, that's it. it. Yeah. That's Mike, it, man. You got any shout outs? You I you know, the asides for, uh, Home Depot. First shout out to, to Home Mad, Depot. Mad hours. Shout out to Home Depot. Hopefully getting promotion soon, so. See how that goes, fingers crossed. And, uh, that's literally your shout outs? Yep. Oh wow. Okay, um I got a few of them, Um I told you I had an un- Yeah, you did definitely had an un- that whole week. Uh, I got a few of them, uh, first shout outs are going to Ryan Tangent, David Schmuck, Mike Jadczynski, uh, I'm sorry dude, I mispronounced your name, and Chad Hines, uh, when the whole zach jesse thing happened like i put a thread up on the pittips page about it and 181 comments later well, uh, wow yeah the six of us really like got it in, got into a pretty deep conversation um and you know some mud was thrown but in the end everyone's still friends and we just have differing views on things and i'm just glad to have everybody who was there there i was definitely glad to have chad in there being a, a lawyer like it was good to have a legal uh end to that um Shout out to, uh, Brainstorm Brewery. They've actually been with us about two years now. Um, wow. standing right beside us and I appreciate that very much. And a very special shout out to Marcel, who is expecting his first child. Uh, he just found out that, congrats. Wow. Congratulations. yeah, congrats to him. So, you know, happy for him. Um, it's his first one. So. He's got to go through that first parent thing, but I'm sure Marcel's going to make a great father, and I couldn't be happier for him. Really. Honest to God, Drew. Um Let me give a huge shout-out to Stone Brewery as well for making my Saturday enjoy him. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I drank
0: so much Arrogant Bastard and Pale oh, Ale wow. 2.0, it is just unreal. That's, that's, a, that's a heavy hitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I put in a good work on the Arrogant Bastard. And the, the Pale Ale 2.0, like, I mean, it wasn't as grapefruity. Because, like, IPAs have it, they tend to taste like grape juice. Cream. Yeah, or like an apricot sometimes. Yeah, it didn't really have as strong of that going on, uh, but it was clearly hoppy. Um, and I was able to drink plenty of those and enjoy them, so, you know. Good on uh, Stone Brewery for that, for somebody who doesn't like IPAs to actually you know, enjoy sure them. Like, I like rooting, for sure. Uh, let me also give a very special shout-out to Drew Levin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for blocking me on Twitter. Oh, so, shy. So, I have publicly called this dude a cunt. <laughs> right? And Don't he blocked me there. Uh, he waits until I go to he- Helen Bergerow and ask for him to be banned for, uh, it, for his... cyberbullying. And this, of course, got retweeted so many times it was unreal. Uh, so he banned me because, you know, he's not happy with it. He's also, uh, blocked his, uh, feed. So, if you're not a, an accepted follower of his, you can't see what he's writing in. Now, if you have the nuts to call somebody out on something they did 10-plus years ago and create this big fucking stink, and then when the shit finally comes back on you because, you know, good old Drew's clues didn't drop enough shit and people were tired of them doing this, you want to go and hide? That makes you a cowardly cunt. Yet again, I will call you out in public as a cunt. Now, I hope that this does not a personally affect our relationship. I hope one day you can follow me and we can be friends. But if not, meh, don't care. Uh, dude, you're not a stand-up dude, you're a complete piece of shit, and if you had any fucking thing between your legs, you would unblock your Twitter account, you can continue to block me. I don't get Because you got no dick. (laughs) You ain't got no nuts, son. But, I mean, like, if you're gonna create a bunch of shit for everyone else, you gotta be able to take it when it comes to you, man, because that's just the way the world works. You can't go and hide, and quite frankly, you're a fucking coward. So... If you wanted to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me at Gongsuo on Twitter. That's G-A-N-K-S-U-O-U. Same thing on NTGO. You can also reach me with a little bit of long form at the Pit Imp Podcast at gmail.com. That's P-I-T-T-I-M-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Will, how people get a hold of you if they want to do. Well, Angelo, it's good that you asked me that because I can tell them about the wonderful Pit Imp Podcast Facebook page on Facebook, believe it or not. It's a wonderful sure it's not on Tinder? I mean, I cannot confirm or deny that. Smite <laughs> <Swipe> left nice <Right. laughs> Ow, shredder's going um, yeah, uh, but uh, also uh, facebook.com slash dinner if you wanted to look at pictures of me in short shorts <laughs> in the woods. Those are there. <laughs> yeah. He's not lying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, like, I hope people get a hold of you if they need to. Uh, they can get a hold of me on Twitter at Huntmaster underscore Mike or on the Pittens Facebook page. Yes, which we always <laughs> encourage you guys. Please join the Pittens Facebook page. Yep. Please join the Pittens We're coming up on 200 uh members to the group and, you know, I'm, every time we hit one of those milestones I couldn't be happier or more proud. But we have a very thriving community that is very good hanging Should out. Should we invite Drew Levin to join it? Dude, absolutely. Dude, I, I look, listen, guys, listen. Anybody who knows him, publicly inviting Drew Levin to come on and do an Instagram with me, okay? Wow. Well, Get the message to him. I will do it, and I will give him a fair interview. I promise. I will not call him a cunt during the interview. I will give him a fair, him fair him interview. true interview. I mean, he might piss me off enough that I do, but I will give him a fair, <laughs> true interview. So... Anybody knows him, wants to get that to him, let him know, and I will be more than happy to sit down and chat this out with him, but, you know, I doubt he'll do that. Uh, <laughs> why, why, would he, why would he do that, Angelo? Uh, because I called him a cunt and tried to get him banned. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he tried to get someone banned and called, you yeah. know. You know, cyberbullying is a thing, dude. Society. Yeah, And is. you know, I, all these, uh, social justice warriors out there who like to call themselves that, uh, they're cyberbullies. They're cunts. There's no way of looking at it. They're cyberbullies. It's just like how we have bad cops. Cyberbully. Those underground dojo people, cage fighters. Just cyberbullies. The thing is, it's either you do what I say, or I'm going to make bad things happen to you. That's what a bully does. If I Mm -hmm. walk in and go, empty your goddamn jeans, I want your money, and you don't give me the money, I'm going to do a bad thing to you. How is that any different than saying, look, do what I tell you to do, believe in what I tell you to believe in, or I'm going to ruin your life? Boy. okay. Next week we're going to go over our pre-release stories. Uh, hopefully we all do extremely well. I hope Mike finishes second place. I hope I finish first, and I'm sure Will might go somewhere else. So he'll—I hope he finishes first as well. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Angelo. Hey, dude. I'm gonna root for me. <laughs> Are you gonna play some of The Head of Giants with us? I don't. Um, probably not. My um, Saturday is probably going to be pretty packed. It it's probably going to be a few t- weeks to uh, practice. Right. Uh, so <laughs> we'll have our pre-release stories next week. But until next week. Oh, Whoops. fuck it all. You guys, it's talk to nothing. Come on. Have a good one. You fuck yourself, over.